1: Hockey Radio Show, brought to you as always by BackpagePress.com and by the number one non-updated hockey site in all the land, LCSHockey.com, LCS, the hockey show for people that don't watch hockey. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Oh, hey, Mike Dell, what's going on? Hey,
2: Larry, what's going on? Nothing. So, that's it? No monologue, nothing? No. No. No,
1: no, no, Very, uh, it was a busy day today, Mike Dell. Busy, busy day.
2: Really? Busy day?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. I looked out the window and, you know. I looked out the window.
2: It's snowing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Snowmageddon. <laughs> Everybody panics. I think we're supposed to get a whopping one to three inches, I think. Everybody, yeah, everybody we'll at the store stocking up for... Uh, I was calling this White Friday, Mike Dell, the way the stores cool. were packed. Yeah. Yeah, White okay. Friday because of the smell. So, Larry,
2: why are we doing a show tonight, exactly? I don't know. <laughs> Do we have anything planned? Yeah, we got stuff. We both oh, watched right. a movie. Yeah, we did. I actually watched two movies. Holy hell, two movies. That's a lot. Uh, that is a lot. Yeah. I also uh, heard a rumor that you did a top 11 list.
1: Who told you that?
2: Eh, on the street.
1: Yeah, well, they're wrong.
2: <laughs>
1: they're way wrong. Yeah, I did a top 11 tonight, Mike Dell. We're going to talk some wrestling and what have you tonight. So.
2: Oh, all right. Let's see how that goes. Well, that's something.
1: Because it's uh, Royal Rumble weekend.
2: Yeah. Royal a Weekend. We'll talk about that later, I guess. Uh, now, there's no guest tonight, correct?
0: No.
1: Yeah, there's not.
2: But you did book a guest for next week.
1: Yeah, Mike L. From the Comic Book, yeah. the comic book Syndicate, Mike Dell. And yeah. uh, I tried to get him for this week, but uh, he's got a nerdy book club.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, good job booking yeah. a guest, though. And, uh, yeah, because they got the new... Uh, Comic Syndicon coming up, yeah, on February, on Valentine's Day, February fourteenth.
1: We'll yeah. talk
2: to him about that. And I know you're excited the Suicide. Oh, there it is, the first day of leaving. You're excited about the Suicide Squad trailer that came out. I'm sure we'll talk to him about that. Yeah, that looks good. Does it? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I guess it looks alright. I like that Margot Robbie lady. Oof! Sorry. Holy mackerel! It, it, does that uh, version of Harley Quinn meet your standards? You know, not at first,
1: but it's grown on me though.
2: Yeah.
1: At first, are you, I was are like, you
2: warming up to the oh, Joker anymore? Because that that version of the Joker seems a little odd.
1: Oh no, no, no! I like the Joker from the get-go. Oh really? Yeah, I was down with all the tattoos and the emo look. I like it.
2: <laughs> you are emo. But one thing yeah, about Larry, he's
1: emo. I'm emo to uh, to a fault. But no, yeah, I like the Joker, and uh, you know, in this new trailer, you get to see a little bit more of him. You know, he's got like a tuxedo on, and he looks cool. I like him, huh. or a suit right. or something. Yeah, Something down with right.
2: that. And uh,
1: you know, Will Smith. Is,
2: uh... Now, now, did you ever read the uh, Dark no. Knight comic book?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I did.
2: Oh. Are you sure?
1: Yeah, I I figured, oh, you know, I've read, you know, I haven't read a comic in years. But, yeah, actually, I just, I I read that, I think, last year I bought it on, uh, like, a digital version.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I like. That's Frank Miller, you know, where uh, Batman's older. uh, Yes. All right, now, I never read it. And uh-huh. uh, the other night I was looking for something to put on the TV while I was working, and I just uh, I saw on demand they had a uh, Dark Knight uh, animated show, like it's uh, a movie, an animated movie. Yeah, I a watched Dark a
1: little bit of it.
2: Yeah, I Part watched uh, a little bit of it as well, and then I, I turned it off because I was just like, yeah, "What's the point?" But um, is that accurate to the the comic book? Because it seems weird. Well, it's weird. Yeah, like that stuff with the girl pretending to be Robin and stuff, is that... Well, she she is Robin. Like in the comic book, that is true? Yes.
1: Huh. Yeah, there's a girl Robin in The Dark Knight.
2: How about that?
1: She's like 14, I think. She's like a young kid. Had no idea. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's actually really good.
1: The artwork's different, you know. I'm sure you've seen yeah. the artwork here yeah. and there, but it, it has a different look to it.
2: So and you would say contained. that that animated show is accurate to the comic book? For
1: I, I only saw a little bit of it. I mean, it seemed pretty accurate, yeah.
2: Hmm. Because I wasn't too impressed, so I'm like, yeah, I'm done.
1: Know. Yeah. yeah. Once again, the comic's a little different. It's a little weird.
2: All right, fair enough. Um, what else, Larry? Um,
1: cars in the shop, Mike (laughs) Dell.
2: The cars in the shop.
1: Yeah, so yesterday, I'm on my way home from work. I'm like, I'm going to stop at Walgreens.
2: See if they got Green (laughs) Goblin.
1: Yeah, Uh. I'm looking for Funkos. You know, I stopped on Tuesday because we called last week. I was like, Nick, call over Walgreens and see if they You're making
2: it Nick we... do your dirty work now to call. Walgreens. Yeah, because it
1: sounds weird if it's a guy, but if a woman calls, it's
2: fine. <laughs> I'm calling for my son. To see yeah, it. yeah, yeah.
1: They don't know. Yeah, they don't know. We don't have kids. So um, she she called and she's like, no, no, no. There's no uh, we we don't have any. But uh, you know, we get our orders on Tuesday. So Tuesday I stopped. No. No fucking the same Olaf bullshit, and Elsa, and all them frozen <laughs> bastards. And then,
0: so I, uh...
1: Yesterday, I stopped again on the way home. And, uh, you know, I, I was on my way home from work. And from work to Walmart, or Walgreens, rather, it's like, I don't know, like 15 minutes. You know, so I drove there. Stopped, n- nothing. So I get back in the car, and I start, you know, on my way home. And, uh, like a minute later, like, the car starts smoking. And I was like, what the fuck? So I didn't really worry about it because it's done this before where, like, sometimes when I stop at a red light, it will smoke a little bit. Uh, I had, like, a radiator leak, and, you know, I had it
0: patched
1: last year, and they said, oh, it could last, you know, six months. It could last you six years. So I thought, like, every once in a while, maybe, like, a little splash gets out and makes a little steam or whatever, because usually what happens is once I start, like, once I go again, you know, uh, next time I, I, you know, I stop or whatever, it's gone, and it don't come back again for a couple weeks. You know, I I just think, oh, maybe the thermostat's stuck for a minute. So, um... You know, I get to the next light, and it's not—it's not stopping, and it's—it's it's way worse than it usually is. Like usually, it's just a little bit of smoke that comes out the front of the car. This—this this is like—it <laughs> looks like backdraft coming from under yeah. the hood. You know, there's so much smoke coming. Luckily, though, um, you know, I don't have to sit at the lights too long. So, like, uh, <laughs> you know, because it—you it, it, know—it's kind of busy at three o'clock in the afternoon. So, um, I'm driving home, and, uh, you know, I get to the next light, and, you know, I start on, you know, Route 28, Mike Del, and You can go, you know, you can go nice and fast on there. So, like, I don't notice smoke anymore coming out, and I'm like, oh, all right, maybe it stopped. But I'm also going, like, you know, 75 miles an hour. And uh, so, like, I look in the rear view mirror, and I notice, like, there's, like, a cloud behind me, you know, and I figure... Oh, you know, it's just me kicking up like the, you know, the the road salt dust. You know how it is in the winter around here. But as I look around, I notice like nobody else is kicking up road salt dust. It's just me. So yeah, it it was flaming pretty good. So uh, I got home, and uh, I popped the hood, and it was just like, whoosh, you know, I could have made ribs and stuff underneath there with all oh. the smoke. Yeah, it smoked for a while. So I had it towed this morning over to the garage, and they told me it's uh, something about my water pump and my Johnson yeah. rod and a gasket to the Johnson rod and all that kind of stuff. But I'm looking around between six and 800 bucks to get it fixed. Whoa. You're to have to sell I, some Funkos? No, 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 no. I'll sell Nick. <laughs> she can hook.
2: Do a little hooking <laughs> and. Maybe you should try putting like Red Bull in the the uh, radiator, you know. Give no, it, but I'm gonna it put it in, it in my belly boy. right now. Yeah. Well, hopefully the the car uh, <sighs> gets fixed up.
1: Yeah, because I need it. But luckily, yeah. I'm off on Monday, so because they won't be. Or well, are you until off on Monday, Monday or Tuesday? Well, I scheduled it off because I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna schedule Monday off because you know. I don't really like my job all that much, and then I can enjoy Royal Rumble and not have to worry about going <laughs> oh, to I
2: bed. Are, are we going to stay up, up and,
1: and, and live tweet Royal Rumble?
2: Do you want to
1: do that? Uh, yeah, I think we will. Since I don't have to go <laughs> to work in the morning, I, I probably will make it through the whole thing.
2: Wow! All right. Well, that's so yeah, forward, we can
1: live tweet it.
2: Yeah. Um, well, all right. Well, I guess what well, we could talk about the before we get into the wrestling, we might as well talk about the uh, the movies we watched. Yeah, yeah. we, we talked. Something to, uh, yeah, yeah. We talked at the beginning of the week. We needed something to do, and you said, "Hey, let's watch a movie." And I said, "All right, well, watch a movie." And I, did you say this movie or I don't
1: know? I, I forget how it even came up.
2: I think maybe you asked you, "Did I HBO. see it?" Because I saw it was listed on HBO. But well, we're talking about Mad Max: Fury Road.
1: Yeah, and I think you said, "Did you see Mad Max?" And I said, "No, I recorded it, but I just haven't watched it because I, I really don't have any interest in it." And then you said, yeah, I don't know. And then I was like, well, why don't we just both watch it then and we can talk about it on the show, and boom. Look at that. That, that, That's how a show works, Mike Dell. That's that's insider Hollywood info right there. That's how a show comes together, the magic. Like we watch Mad Max and and we talk about it. And that
2: night I just happened to uh, be flipping around the channels and boom, it was on HBO. It's coming on HBO in 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, I'll just leave it on then. uh, But before that... The movie that was ending was uh, Fifty Shades of Grey.
0: Oh, good God! <laughs> That's horrible. I saw
1: about five minutes of it. I don't know. It was in the middle somewhere, but it was fucking. The acting was brutal. The yeah. they were even in a sex scene, and I was like, Jesus Christ! No thanks. Yeah. No okay, thanks. Yeah, give me um, something I can use.
2: I mean, she's cute and all, not someone I like thinks great or anything. But uh, no. Dakota, is that her name? Dakota Johnson or something?
1: Yeah, Dakota Johnson. Yeah. All right.
2: But uh, so I, I saw like the last 10 minutes of it, and it is, like you said, just terrible. I, I don't know what's it, going on here. <laughs> How did this get it's very like. This get...
0: <laughs> it's
1: kind of like, uh, if, I don't know, if, the, if Lifetime movies went risque. <laughs> you know it, yeah. it's, it's kind of like it's it, the, the acting is very pedestrian and i don't know it's just the, the
2: production looks weak
1: but looks basically cheap. the
2: ending is uh he he ties her up and, and uh he's having the sex with her then they talk and then um she says i want to she says something like i want to know what it feels like or something i don't so he whips her ass like 6 times and he says count every time i hit you so he hits her six times and then uh she just goes all right and then she goes and she says don't touch me and then she just leaves and the movie ends. <laughs> like,
1: well yeah, there's a yeah, I know. The sequel so was
2: strange. Harry. I I just don't yeah. know.
0: Like yeah, she just she, gets on the elevator
2: cute, Yeah, she like She gets on the elevator and he says her name and she she says his name and the doors close and that's it. That's The movie. Eesh. <laughs> I don't know
1: what the I don't know what the sequel is.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. They're like fifty one uh, shades. I don't know. So yeah, don't watch <laughs> that movie. No. No, no not you at don't all. Watch that. So then uh, Mad Max Fury Road comes on, and, and now now have you seen the previous ones with Mel Gibson?
1: I mean, when I was younger, I saw them, but I, I just hate Mel Gibson. I never how, liked how many the guy. did they
2: make they they had the road warrior right and they had uh um thunderdome thunderdome yeah with tina turner i remember <laughs> and then it was there so third they one had too
3: i think they
1: had
2: i think there was the road warrior and mm-hmm. then i think there
1: was a movie called just mad max mad max and then i think there was mad max beyond thunderdome seems about right i think huh. Either way, I remember Thunderdome. I remember thinking, like, well, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but, uh, you know, I haven't gone back and watched those movies in a long time, so I have no interest in Mel Gibson, anything, really. I
2: I never saw any of them. I I never had any interest in watching them, but I know our buddy Corey Seymour likes them, and uh, he made a T-shirt about them. Yeah. uh, Our buddy Miles Watson really likes it. All right, Mad Max came out in 1979. Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior, 1981. And Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, 1985.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
2: So there you go. Those are the three, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, Mel Gibson is also in Pocahontas. How about that? didn't know that. Hmm. Huh. There's something there every interesting. Day. All right. Yeah. So anyway, this Mad Max uh, Fury Road. Uh, Tom yeah. Hardy. Mm. plays Max. That's Bane. Yeah. Now, at some point in the movie, uh, I I thought he was Bane talking. You could hear the little Bane in his voice, I would say. Mm. Well, I could see a little bit
1: of Bane when he had that mask on for about 20 minutes.
2: (laughs) That is true. Yeah, he was. Well, we we set the premise for this film, Larry. You're good at summarizing things. Uh, Explain this. (laughs) The The whole plot. Everything. The
3: whole plot is
1: this. <laughs> it's a post-apocalyptic world where, I don't know, gasoline's hard to get. and
2: Yeah, gasoline's Charlize- real hard to get, but it doesn't stop them from taking like a 1,000-mile drive. Mm-hmm. But other than that. Yeah. So,
1: Charlize Theron is like this, uh, she's like a truck driver, and she works for this, I don't know, this goofball. Everybody's a fucking goof. It's like the whole thing is like a whole society of Billy Corgans, and she drives <laughs> truck for these people. And she decides she's going to take a detour and I don't even know what is she doing. I don't she's selling this fuel to somebody else or something. She has this tankered truck of fuel.
2: Yeah, I think she's, I think that's, she's that's what she's supposed to do. These girls. Yeah. See, that's the thing that she's doing secretly, is yeah, uh, she's... there's, like, five Victoria's Secret models <laughs> that uh, the evil guy... Well, well, this evil guy, the main dude, uh, he was pretty interesting-looking guy. He had this little mask on with, like, teeth and white hair, and he was definitely distinctive-looking, I would say. But yeah, and he, he had, like, a he's... plastic, clear, clear shell body yeah, armor that, on. With yeah, powder. and helps him breathe or something. But... Uh, he uh he's like a dictator. Uh you know, and he he rations out the water to the people. He won't let the people have the water too often. And then and when he does, he turns on these big spigots and it just makes mud. Hey, wait, thanks buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're all excited to get this water, but yeah, it's just making mud. Sorry. Yeah. Um so uh yeah, he has these uh like five Victoria's Secret models locked away in a Oh,
0: Zoe
1: Zoe Kravitz though. Good god.
2: I don't know which one is that the Little one, the smaller one. She, yeah, 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 yeah. They're all good-looking ladies.
1: Oh you know? yeah. Um, yeah.
2: And but he has them locked away, and they're his breeders, I guess. You know. Yeah. And so Charlize, who uh, has like a mechanical arm. Uh, also, yeah, she's got a nub. And a shaved head, and yeah, uh, I thought she looked good though. I liked it. She, she kind of looked like Sting. <laughs> Sting the wrestler, or Sting the singer? Yeah, the wrestler.
1: Like back in his, uh, okay. you know, his uh, early days with the blonde hair well, and I stuff. I don't know about
2: that because she really doesn't have that hair, you know. She was always like, woo! He, he Sting had the flat top and the little rat tail in the back too. I think. Yeah,
1: wish well, she had the flat
2: top. Uh, oh. she was bald. She didn't have any hair. Was basically.
1: she bald? Yeah, maybe she was. Yeah. All right.
2: But anyway, um so she's trying to smuggle these these ladies out to rescue them. She has them hidden under the big truck. She's driving this big truck. It's called like the war machine or something. It's an enormous truck with uh, a big load of gasoline in the back that I, I guess like you said she's supposed to sell to somebody or I I forget what the real official purpose of this mission was, I can't remember. Yeah, I agree. I don't
1: know either. I'll be honest.
2: I got I had no I had no idea what was going on. Because I was, like, reading, no. reading other stuff. And, like, the first ten minutes, <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. But, uh, anyway, I interrupted you, Larry. Though, so, uh, w- tell the what's the point of her... Yeah, she wants to smuggle these people. Where do they want to go? Uh,
1: the green place.
2: <laughs> yeah, the green place.
1: They want they, She's trying to get them to the green place. So, anyways, evil guy... ...realizes that, you know, she's not delivering his stuff or whatever like she was supposed to... ...and they start chasing him. Here comes the chase. And the chase lasts the whole fucking movie. And all it (laughs) is, is every... It's just a... ...driving through the fucking desert for like an hour and 55 minutes. And then... ...it's just everybody's throwing spears and... ...blowing up and bombs and porcupine cars... And then, about I don't know, three quarters of the way through the movie, uh, you know, as Charlie Stireon is being chased with, uh, you know, uh, Tom Hardy, they're they're trying to get away from the bad guy. They fucking turn around and go right back to where they fucking <laughs> started from. They go back. They go right back. They just made a big fucking loop. That was it. They just drove through the desert for like an hour and forty five minutes.
2: <laughs> well, here's the here's the thing. Oh, well, we should mention Mad Max. He's a uh, he's pretty he's he was captured. I don't know why he was captured, but he was a, being held prisoner as a blood bag. They called him, and I guess oh, he was. Oh, I thought
1: they called him a blood bank, but either way, it was some
2: blood bag. Yeah, and he was uh, intravenously hooked up to uh, a guy named Nux, who is one of those shirtless Billy Corgans. He was running around. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess that's how, I don't know if he's, they call him sick boys or something, I don't know, I guess he's sick and he needs the blood from Mad Max to make him good, I don't know, I don't know, I'm so lost at the beginning of this movie. I think that's um, how they
1: live, they feed off of it.
2: Yeah, but it didn't seem like anyone else was hooked up to a blood bag, you know?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, so who knows? Oh, oh and I should say, like, the first, uh, the opening scenes of this movie, like, the first minute, I, it, it's kind of like an episode of Benny Hill, or the monsters like fast action. Yeah, yes! It was so weird. Yeah, and on top like, of right. that, yeah, it
1: was so weird, and it was in that like a lot of it was in that two times speed where it was like <laughs> you know it was just fucking weird. It was like a Rob Zombie video. Yes, yeah, so I bang, bang, that, yeah.
2: <laughs> So then they they show the opening credits, and then uh, then the actual story starts, and uh, we see Charlize leave. And then uh the the bad has got this little midget who's like looking through a telescope and he says, "Hey, she's going the wrong way. She's not going where she's supposed to be going."
1: But then yeah. it does seem
2: like she ends up going where she's going, right? Cuz doesn't she end up trying to sell the gasoline to people? Or
1: Yeah, but I don't, I don't think know. she w- I don't think they were the right people though.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I have no
1: idea. I think they were some kind of
2: rogue gang or something and maybe they turned on her or whatever. Yeah, cuz I was confused about that part too, but all right, so she uh so they say, hey, and then they load up a big caravan of all these cars. Because, again, gasoline is is very scarce. It's very they, scarce. And
4: although
1: she drives this <laughs> rig for like 7,000 miles, she never needs gas. Nobody ever <laughs> yeah, needs gas. Yeah,
2: I, I was thinking of that just today. I was like, did they ever reload gas at any point? No, never. Nobody did. I remember.
1: Everybody just drives the, around in there. But, no, you, the gas is so scarce.
2: And again, the bad guy, the, the main bad guy, he he doesn't just send his people because he he wants his breeders back, he wants his, his ladies back because one of them's pregnant with his kid, you know, yeah. the heir to his throne. So uh was that that Rachel Huntington Wheatley girl or whatever her name is.
1: What? I think uh, Rosie. Rosie. Yeah, well,
2: yeah, well, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> whatever, but she's all right. She's interesting looking, but I don't know if I think she's that like, great or anything. But uh, I think she, I think she's with Jason Statham. Oh, all right. Well, I guess that makes sense. He seems like a badass. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um. So. Uh, anyway, he wants to get that baby back and her back, and so he's a, he's a going on this mission. He doesn't just send his minions to go get him. He goes himself. Oh yeah. Not only not only that, but he drives his own car, which yeah, I oh, think yeah, is a car. that's a nice move for a dictator. You know, driving his own car. That's like, oh, he's a he's a di- <laughs> he's dictator a- of the people.
1: He's, like. de- he's determined. He leads by example.
2: Yeah, he's an average, average bloke, just like everybody else. And then he's, but again, it's this huge caravan of all of these cars. It's like an army of cars. And like you said, some look like porcupines, and I don't know what the hell is going on. Then, then they got this big van or this big truck, and on the front of it is a dude playing guitar. For no, I
1: don't. He, <laughs> there's no explanation to that guy. <laughs> He's just, just a guy they like. like to have, he looks like
2: they like they don't have radios in their cars, so they need to do something. So he just sits up there and plays his guitars, traveling music. You know,
1: it's just like um, he looks like one of the in sync puppets, but he has this guitar that shoots flames. I don't know. It was weird. It was it, fucking. An, the whole movie's weird. It's weird. Everybody's like an oddity and a goof and a like a creepo. Orability it's certainly corging. an interesting
2: visual seeing that guy playing yeah. guitar while they're driving through, and and then Nux, the, that sick boy who has Mad Max as his blood bag, he has Mad Max mounted on the hood of his car like a hood ornament, and he's like uh, just stuck there with a mask on his face, and, and he's connected to Nux by a chain and a blood tube, and uh, yeah, so that was interesting too. I mean that's another visual thing that's oh that's interesting, but um yeah. So anyway, they're chasing Charlize and her big truck, and then they hit a sandstorm, and they're all kind of craziness with a sandstorm, and they're fighting, and, of course, Mad Max escapes. He gets off that car, and then he gets up to, uh, he wants to take the car. He was going to rob them and steal their truck, but then he can't drive it because Charlize has kill switches don't only she can drive it or something. So yeah. they, have to, they have to form a team. A team. They have to partner. And uh, and he goes along for the ride to try and save these these broads. And he actually he ends up shooting the, the pregnant one in the leg. Right? Is that what happened or something? Yeah, yeah,
1: he shoots her in
2: the leg. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, her. then that Nux, that Nux guy eventually becomes their friend as well, which is interesting. Um, and he joins them. But so they they at some point along their journey they get they go through this uh, really dark creepy place with a bunch of crows. And it's like a wasteland, and uh, they get stuck in the mud, and then they, uh, but they escape, and then and they keep driving, and eventually Charlize finds these uh, ladies out in the in, in the desert, and uh, they're like her old family, I guess they knew her mom and stuff, and she's been away for 20 years or something, and, and like she's like, oh, well, where's the green place at? And they're like, oh, you passed it like an hour ago or so, and it was it was the barren place, with all the mud. The green place no longer exists. It's gone. Yeah. They no longer have a home. No more redemption
1: for Charlize Theron.
2: But here's my my question, though. I guess even if they made the green place, which they would have, you know, earlier, those other guys are still going to come there. It's not like, oh, you're in the green place. We're done. We're not chasing you. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're safe. We're at home base.
2: It seemed like... So really, this handful of uh, old ladies was going to stop those guys from beating yeah.
1: the audio when they? Yeah. On top of that, like yeah, like you said, you know, once they got there, those guys would just show up and fuck that up anyways.
2: <laughs> yeah, so everybody's really got weird.
1: flames and shit.
2: <laughs> they got guitars that shoot flames. So so then, uh, Char- Charlize is heartbroken. She's like, oh, my green place is gone. So she just uh, she's crying and uh, all sad. And then they decide, well, they're just going to hop on their little motorcycles that these ladies have, and they're just going to ride out in the desert somewhere. I don't know. They're just going to go somewhere else. But yeah. then Mad Max says he's going to leave on his own. He's like, I'm I'm done. But then he comes around and says, hey, you know what? Because I guess they want to live somewhere where there's plants and, and you know, vegetation and, a, you know, a nice place to live. And he's like, you know where they have that? Back at the Citadel, where they just left. Because that, that yeah. evil guy has a, you know, he controls the water supply, and he has this big – underground compound with plants and trees and everything he's like that's where that's where you can start a new life back at the citadel where we came from and they're like well we it would take us weeks to go around the mountains and he says no no no, we'll go right back the way we came straight back through them and then we'll we'll lead them back through the cavern again where they passed through the first time and then they would detonate that gas thing that they're carrying with them to, to blow them up and capture everybody inside that cavern and then they'll be back at the citadel home free everything will be perfect so that's the plan. Yeah. So in Act 3, they just turn around and race right back to the Citadel. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's, it's just a replay. It's more the same.
1: It's, here comes yeah. porcupine car, here comes Flamin' Spear. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's exactly the same thing as the first time, except now there's some old ladies along for the ride. Yeah. And uh, Some other yeah. broads on motorcycles. And, um, yeah, but it's the same thing. And... Uh, I don't know. It was interesting. Like the pregnant lady ends up dying. She gets and the, and the baby dies as well. and So that pisses off the bad guy even more. And then, uh, not to ruin it, but uh, yeah, Charlize kills the bad guy. Charlize almost dies. But no, she doesn't. She survives and they make it back home.
1: Yeah, because yeah, uh, Mad Max sticks blood. He, he puts his blood in her. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Cool. She was dying and then like... He he put that needle in his neck or whatever, and then he put it in her arm, and then she was fine again. He's got magic blood, I guess.
2: I guess. Um, yeah, and her, her like, sternum was, uh, her, her lungs were collapsing because of the pressure in her sternum. So he just stabbed her in the ribs to let out the
0: yeah. pressure.
2: So, yep. Nice. The old um, shiv. <laughs> the old shiv. So, uh, yeah, then they show up with the dead body of the the dictator guy, and uh, suddenly all the people are happy to see him, and... um. I guess she's their new queen or something, and, and Mad Max just drifts off into the crowd, never to be seen again. But he, he looks back at her, and they make eye contact, meaningful eye contact. Then he turns and walks away.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. So, what, what do you think? No. <laughs> it was
1: kind of like, um, it was like steampunk on steroids, is what it was. I don't know. And, you know, another thing I noticed, too, is like, like you said, I did notice um, sometimes Tom Hardy was British, and sometimes Tom Hardy
2: was not British.
1: I don't know. It, it, his his voice changed time to time.
2: It, it just seemed uh, silly, like, <clears throat> that all the, the, the dictator and all his minions would go chasing after them and not leave anyone back to watch the Citadel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, every bad guy in the world... Just leaves that place. Yeah. So then when they get back there, oh, it's just nice and friendly people. What <laughs> no else we have to worry well. about? <laughs> yeah, we we blocked
1: everybody bad out. They can't get in here now.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. It, it, I I like the idea that it's just really uh, like you didn't seem to like the idea that it's just one long car chase. I I think that's unique. I, I kind of like that idea for to do a movie that way. But um, yeah, some of the points throughout it weren't so good. I don't know. It seems to be like, uh, I think it, I would recommend people watch it because it's unique, I guess, in a way. It's different. <laughs> like
1: it, it's all action. It goes fast. It's two hours, but there's not a lot of plot to it. They just get right into it from the beginning.
2: It's a visual spectacle is, I guess, what I'm saying. It, say. it like it,
1: visually, it's very beautiful. I thought with some of the landscape and stuff uh the desert shots sometimes when they pulled back with the night sky and the stars and shit like that when the uh you know they were going into that storm it kinda looked cool. So there there are like cinematically very cool scenes but you know, the actual like plot and premise, eh not so much.
2: And and I'm not really a fan of this genre of post apocalyptic stuff where people are weird looking and shit. I just don't care about that.
1: Uh. No, I don't either. I don't either. And uh, you, you know, one thing I did like too, Mike, that was uh, this is going to sound stupid, but uh, I thought the credits were nice. Did you watch the credits,
2: <laughs> the end credits Or the, the yeah?
1: They had like a they like they bolted off the category of each, like you know, like oh, you know, uh, key grips, and then like they had everybody's name <laughs> in there. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It was just nice the way they did it. I didn't.
2: I didn't notice. I turned it off. straight yeah. right away. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. yeah so not I a, not a fan. What, what not you, a fan. What would you give it? One out of ten. It's a tough call because I respect it from like a, a, a directing achievement and from you know the look of it and everything. But I I don't think it's that great. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I know
1: it got you know highly reviewed on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. and I know Mike L went apeshit for it. Yeah. I would probably I don't know. I'd say 3 maybe a 4. Oh wow. Yeah.
2: yeah. See I have a lot more. I'd give her probably a 7 maybe.
1: Oh no, not for me. Yeah.
2: Not because for it me. is it's just absurd. Unique. It is a and a lot of times during that, especially during the first leg of the chase, there's stuff going on. I had, you I had no idea what was happening in that fight. Like like they would have these cuts and sometimes the can, like, the continuity of the fights weren't exactly easy to follow, I would say. It was yeah. Really hectic. Plus, on, on like, top huh. of
1: that, when he was playing, you know, hood
2: ornament, cars are blowing
1: up right next to him, and he's not even like, he's fine. <laughs> he's hanging by his arms, chained behind his back. He's fine. You know, spinning around 100 miles an hour, like he doesn't break a bone or anything. Nah, he's fine.
2: Yeah, there's probably like at least 3 times during that first where I thought his car blew up and I'm like, "Oh, he's dead." Wait, what happened? Oh, no, that wasn't his car. <laughs> it was another car. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know.
0: Like, he just turned big
2: flame ball. Yeah. I, he's fine. I, I don't um. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I mean, give it a whirl. If you're into that kind of weird shit, you might like it more than me, but um I respect it, but I just don't particularly like it a lot. Put that way.
1: I mean, I've yeah, once again, I could see why people would go nutty for it, but it, it's just not my thing. It, I'm science fiction-y kind of weirdness like that, I don't know. Like you said, the
2: post-apocalyptic kind of thing, it's
1: kind of like Borderlands comes
2: to life if if you're into Yeah, I, I guess it's a video game reference, right? I yeah. yeah. I, I like, uh, they did a couple things where they... Uh, I think they did it twice. I can't remember the second time they did it, but the the where they had, like, the pregnant lady, it looked like she died. She, like, fell off the truck or something. But then uh, Max looks out. Oh, no, she's hanging on the side of the truck. She's fine, you know. Yeah. She didn't get killed. And then, like, a second later, she slips and falls to her death. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She got run then, over uh, by
1: that guy. Yeah,
2: so you think, oh, she's saving nope, up. Nope. And then they did it again, like, similar, something similar to that later on. I can't remember what it was, though, but... Um, I don't know. I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, well,
1: you got to give them the the benefit of the doubt. It's hard coming up with stuff, Mike Dell. It really is. When you have a 2-hour car chase, people are <laughs> going to get run over. They 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 ran out of ideas.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I liked it though. Oh, uh, all right. So that was uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max yeah. Fury Road. Now, uh, I had uh, my uncle came in to visit this week from Wisconsin and um the one night we were Did You go to the casino. No, we didn't, cause the weather was so bad. We were talking about it. Like he he did say the magic words, kitty glitter. He, they were mentioned to me. Um, kitty but, uh, glitter. Yeah, remember kitty glitter, the the slot machine I won on. I won like. 100.
1: Oh oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> or were you playing pennies yeah. or
2: something? <laughs> yeah, I was playing nickel slot, and I won. I'm two for two at the Rivers Casino in Pittsburgh. I, I've I've won both times I've gone. I, I I think the first time I won like two hundred bucks, and the second time one hundred and sixty or something. But, uh, so we were talking about it, but, uh, yeah, the weather was so bad, we just said, uh, ah, screw it. We didn't go. Um, but, uh, the one night we wanted to watch a movie or something, so, like, oh, well, we were looking through on demand, and, uh, I saw Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. The most oh, mission, yeah. Mission Impossible. And I just remember everyone said it got like 95% approval, and I remember, uh, they were even talking about how did this get made, like, it was, that it was, like, a really good movie, and, um, so I'm like, all right, yeah, we'll give this a whirl. Cause I, I now, did you see all the other Mission Impossibles? Uh,
1: not all of them. I think I've seen. I, I know I've seen one and two, and I saw whatever the last one was. I can't remember. It had a Ghost Protocol. I saw that one.
2: That sounds right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I yeah. Saw so that uh, one.
2: I think I saw the first one, and I think the first one came out like '98 or something like that.
1: Yeah.
2: It was and uh, okay. of course, it was famous for that scene with Tom Cruise hanging from the ceiling by those ropes and whatnot. And, yeah. Um, The rubber faces, the masks, you just rip off them. Yeah. Okay, that was their go-to thing, the fake face.
1: They um, love fake faces.
2: So I'm like, all right, we'll give this a whirl. We'll, we'll see what this is like. Because, again, 93% approval on Rotten Tomatoes. Mission Impossible. I, I don't know what Mad Max got on Rotten Tomatoes, but it was in the 90s, right? It was up there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we, we we sit down to watch this uh, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation, and uh, it's terrible. <laughs> it is goddamn. Really, it is so bad. Like uh, it 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 should be on like how did this get made? Like it's that kind of level of bad. Like it's funny how bad it is a lot of times. The acting is so terrible, and uh, Tom Cruise. You, I mean, I don't like Tom Cruise, but usually he's he's a good actor. I think you know, like he's been in a lot of good movies. But uh, it's just so so awful, and uh, he, the whole time he has this little Beatles haircut. <laughs> his haircut is so I can't. I kind of quit looking at his hair. <laughs> it was like it's such a bizarre haircut, <laughs> and uh, and he's like in his fifties now, you know. And, he, and it's just weird watching him as in this movie. And uh, there's a girl in it. I, I don't know. I never even heard of her. Her last name's Ferguson, the actress. Um, she was kind of cute and fine and all. And then uh, Jeremy Renner's in it, Alec Baldwin, Ving Rhames. Um, yeah, Ving
1: Rhames is always in him.
2: Uh, Alec Baldwin delivers what could be the worst speech in movie history at the end. It's so stupid. Um, but, yeah, it, I I don't know, because there's not even... I expected a, there's a lot of action, and you would expect, oh, at least some memorable set pieces or something, but not really. There's nothing I'll really remember from this movie except how corny it was and uh, just how... Poorly written it was, and how the acting was terrible. and Yeah, it's just, man, it's just awful. Just awful.
1: Now, is yeah. it, uh, you know, is it a good action movie, though? You know, like sometimes no. an action movie is just, you know, no, not at all?
2: Like, it's okay, but there's nothing like, there's nothing I haven't seen before. I, th- I think that's the, the mark of a good action movie, like, they show you something you haven't really seen before, you know? And, uh, like, like Mad Max Fury Road, I haven't seen that stuff before. <laughs> like, there's some crazy shit going on there, you know? Yeah. It um, th- doesn't uh, make it but good, this. though. Yeah, at least it's different. But there's nothing really new here. And, uh, like, there, a couple examples of what I mean by just being ridiculous. There, there's this one part where he has to go underwater and hold his breath for, like, over three minutes while he uh, unlocks something or sticks some code in or something. I don't know. But so he's underwater and he has to hold his breath for three minutes, which is a really long all time right. to hold your breath. All right. Oh yeah. So so while he's underwater and he pulls out, he's opening up this thing and uh he uh and he can't have an oxygen tank or anything 'cause it's something he can't have metal. So yeah, he has to hold his breath. So he's in there and he opens up this door to this thing that he has to program and there's like these little key cards he has to insert. He has to take out the one that's there and insert a new one. So while he's doing this The key the the key card he takes out, he puts in his mouth. Okay. And like bites down on it. You can't do that when you're holding your breath, can you? (laughs) Can you really Yeah. Really? You can just open your mouth? You can hold your breath with your mouth open, yes. But then all the water just go in your mouth? Well yeah. Well that's probably not a good idea, is it?
1: Well it's probably not a good idea, but I mean it just seems strange.
2: seemed like an odd choice you know i don't know well but once right, again so there's this. this go ahead. <laughs> so then there's a, a motorcycle chase where he's chasing that lady and uh because she i don't know what her deal is the whole time she's somehow she's in love with tom cruise even though she doesn't know him she's like a double agent and all this other bullshit <laughs> but she's uh he's chasing her on this motorcycle and they're going like 150 miles an hour all through these curvy roads and shit and uh there's other guys involved in the chase and he's Taking them off. Keep in mind, he's not—he's wearing it in just normal outfit, not like uh, just normal shirt, coat, no helmet, nothing, um, no leather jacket, nothing like that. He's just on this motorcycle and he's chasing after her. And he, he, here he comes around a bend, and she's just standing in the middle of the road, all right? And instead, so he just bails. He doesn't want to hit her, so he just bails, jumps off the motorcycle, just you know at 150 miles an hour, just goes bouncing along the ground, and and then just gets up and he's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, like his I mean, clothes aren't even he,
2: torn. He, nothing. He just, he's thing experienced, what, though. He knows how to I, take just, a fall. I don't know. It's just this kind of bullshit. It's really, uh, I don't know. I, just, hear, I hear, I hear what you're saying. And again, the writing is so bad, and the acting. I don't know. That's the thing. I can't tell which is worse: the writing or the acting. But um, it's a toss-up. But um, yeah, <laughs> you no. Know, here's another great moment <laughs> when uh, Cruz and uh, Ving Rames and Jeremy Renner, they're all meeting this lady later on in, like, a busy, uh, uh, I don't know, like a r- subway or, or a train station somewhere. I don't know. But they're sitting down at a little table, and there's all kinds of people everywhere. And uh, they're having a talk. And then um, she, she gets up and runs away. So – or something happens. I don't know. So so they got to chase somebody. So Tom Cruise and Jeremy Renner, yeah, they got to chase someone else. That's right. So they go running after someone else, and they tell Ving Rhames – to keep an eye on the girl, and he's still about twenty feet away from her. All right. So while Tom Cruise and Jeremy Renner go tearing off, and they're running like Olympic sprinters. All right, they're going after the, this other guy. He's leaving, and then uh, Bing Rames. It takes him about thirty seconds to cross twenty feet, and by the time he gets to that girl, the crowd walks in front of her, and by the time the crowd goes away, oops, she's gone. So Bing Rames, and Bing <laughs> Rames is you know he's late fifties. You know, he's not in shape. He's kind of, you know, got a belly on him these days. So it's like, oh, poor Bing Rames. He couldn't even get across 20 feet. See okay, so then they cut to Tom Cruise and Jeremy Renner. They're still running, like Olympic sprinters after this guy. It's It's got to be, like, I don't know, a mile away now. time they're done <laughs> running. <laughs> so they get to the the uh, underground uh, uh, parking garage or whatever, and they just see the person driving away, and they can't catch him. So they stop running. The camera switches around, and then they shoot the camera, so they see what's behind them now. And here there's Bing Rain right behind them. And he's like, oh, I, I,
0: she, I And he, he's like,
2: he's out of breath, and he's like, she's gone. I could <laughs> like, wait, wait, How did you get here so fast? Uh, you couldn't walk 20 feet before that lady got up out of her chair, yet now you're right behind them? <laughs> it makes no sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, this is the kind of uh, ridiculous stuff. And, of course, at the end, uh, the, the big uh, thing at the end, Tom Cruise takes off the mask. He has one of those latex masks again, and he oh, takes no. off the mask. Yeah. Um, Holy But, hell. yeah, just just a terrible movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, that does sound kind of corny. I,
2: I guess I'd give it, like, a two. Um, because, the uh, like, Broad's pretty good looking. And there's a scene where she wears a dress that looks nice, but <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> I don't know. What no about really a titty or thing.
1: anything? Any no,
2: uh, she takes Any her titty? shirt off, but she has her back to the camera.
1: So. Huh.
2: But uh, that's no good. That's about it. Buck crack? Yeah. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. But, um, yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, Mission Impossible. And then, so I looked online, and they're making another one. Oh, I'm sure they're money maker. That was a huge hit. So uh, they're yeah. going to have another one coming out, like, next or summer of 2017 or something.
1: Tom Cruise on the
2: side of a plane, Mike Dell. <laughs> yeah, that whole – because I thought, oh, well, that will be a good scene. At least that's right at the beginning of the movie. And now, now that is cool, seeing him hang from the plane like that, because that's something you don't see every day. But then they open the door, like electronically, they let him in the plane, and he goes shooting in the plane, like, he, you know, he's stuck <laughs> in the plane. And he goes bouncing around the inside of the plane like, you know, <laughs> it's metal. <laughs> He'd be dead if that – yeah. but now he just stands up, shakes it off. And then he uh, hooks onto the cargo that they have, and he uh, just pulls the drawstring like it's going to, because he needs to get out of the plane now. So I guess there's a parachute connected to the cargo, and it just, and right when it's about to drop out of the plane, it just cuts to the beginning credits. And, you know, you don't even see what happens. But, yeah, it's just, uh I don't know. It's not so good.
1: Um, bom, 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 bom. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so maybe if it comes uh, on HBO or something, I'll check it out. But yeah, give it. A, yeah, if
2: it's something like that, give it a whirl. Don't pay money for it. Like uh, no, nah. yeah, not, not so good. Um, because we almost got *Man from Uncle*, but I I saw that those ra- like that, that didn't get that good of reviews when it came out. That guy Pierce directed that, I remember? And, uh, or not, guy Pierce? Yeah, you know I think? guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie, not guy. Guy Ritchie. Ritchie.
1: Yeah. Who's in that? So, I uh, can't remember.
2: Yeah, I don't even know. Probably one of those yeah. fast bender guys. One of those guys.
1: Sorry. Yeah, Cumberbatchers.
2: Yeah. yeah, one of those people. Yeah, um, But yeah, Mission Impossible. Avoid it. So yeah, uh, two movies huh. this week, and both uh, not so great. Well.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um, I watched a, I watched a movie on Showtime, or most of it. Well, I saw about a chunk of it. It was called The 7-5. I was telling you about it the other day when, before we were, you know, when we were uh, planning this spectacular show. And um, it was this documentary on Showtime about these cops in New York City back in the, you know, late 70s, 80s that were, um, they were drug running as well. Like they were working as drug dealers at, uh, on the side, you know, they 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 were being cops and drug dealers at the same time, and it was very good <clears throat>
0: um,
1: it's basically it was these two guys I can't remember their names. I think one was Mike and one was Kenny, and they were like best friends, <laughs> partners, all this kind of all shit right. and uh you know they keep cutting back and forth like you know they they you know Mike tells a little bit of a story, and then Kenny tells a little bit of a story and blah blah blah. And they were best buds, and yada yada yada. And uh, you start to realize, like you you find out, like there's a little bit of a twist in the documentary. I don't know if I want to give it away or not. Should I give it away? The twist. Um,
2: sure. Well, well no, no the twist I guess was. people people like documentaries that listen to the show, so maybe not. I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah. All
1: right, I won't give it away, but it it was a little twist at the end, which I thought was kind of cool. But uh, you know, and then you called and I missed the end. So I don't know what happened. Oh, nice. But uh it was very good. But now my free showtime, we had free showtime last weekend, <laughs> it's it's done so I won't I won't get to see it now. <laughs>
0: fair
2: enough. But if you
1: have showtime, check out the seven five. It was very good. Huh. The hour I now, saw is it, of
2: it. Are there any documentaries named the one nine? Anything like that?
1: Uh yeah, but it's very thin.
2: Very right, short. Fair enough. Very short. Um, yeah, TV wise I I have I'm done. I I can't uh I have no more shows to watch. Like i plowed through Jessica Jones and the leftovers and I need I need a new yeah. show to watch. I don't know what to do.
1: Uh I think Grey's Anatomy's starting back up soon, so Ooh. you might want to jump on that. Right. Yeah. 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 I've been uh, I'll tell you what I've done. In the last like 2 weeks I've I've watched the uh first 3 seasons of Sons of Anarchy over again and it's very <laughs> it's good. Now, yeah, listen. After you after you've watched Sons of Anarchy and then you go back and you watch it again, you know it, it's weird watching the dynamic of the characters knowing, you know how it all plays out at the very end. It's a whole different you know way to to watch the series, and um, also I I, I realize too that uh, season three that everybody kind of pans because they go to Ireland and stuff. It's actually not that bad if you go back and watch it again. It was actually pretty good. And, in fact, you know, I remember it being like, oh, man, the whole season they're in fucking Ireland. But it's only like four or five episodes they're in Ireland, like, towards the end of the season. like Most of the season takes place in Charming, but, you know, towards the end of the season they go back. And it was also weird, too, like... But where's Charming? I don't know what that means. uh, That's the city that they live in, Charming, California. Uh, I don't think it's a real city, but, you know, that's... That's the city on the show, and I I also remember thinking like before I started watching it again I was like yeah I don't think Jack's wife Tara you know that uh, Maggie Siff lady, um you know Doctor Doctor Rachel Minkin. um I was oh. thinking like I don't th- I don't think she came on until about season two, but no there she was first episode I think she was in the maybe even the first scene of the first episode. So I didn't even realize, like, she was there from the very, very beginning. It was just, it was weird.
0: You
2: know, like going back that.
1: and rewatching watching this. Yeah.
2: I like Rachel Mankin.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah, the first,
2: yeah, very good. The first couple seasons,
1: very good. Jax is such a badass. Speaking of which, oh, speaking of which, how about this, Mike Dell? No, I'm not even going to say it. All right, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, I watched... Sons of Anarchy, I've been watching Wait, why aren't quite you going to say bit. it? I don't want to.
2: Might, would I make fun of you for saying it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it Funko related? <laughs> yeah. Is it... Sons of Anarchy, Funko related? <laughs> yep, yep,
1: yep, yep, yep,
2: yep, <laughs> well, yep. Well, give the people the update on the Funkos. How, how many new Funkos this week?
1: Uh, since the last show, I think I've gotten four Funkos.
2: <laughs> I yeah.
1: I got a um I got a nine num nine, <laughs> nine num. Um. He a was a Star GameStop exclusive. Yeah. yeah. Um, he he's got like a X-wing pilot's uh uniform on, and then I got a Han Solo from uh, the loot crate. I ordered that Christmas morning and it came this oh. week, so that's good. And then I got a Chewbacca and a Chewbacca, so that's good. Because I bought Put a Chewbacca last weekend yeah. while I was at GameStop because they were buy one, get one half off. And I'm like, well, I don't have Ooh. a Chewy.
2: I'll a get deal. a Chewy, you know? Well, well who, and who then, did you get the half off one? Was that Nine
1: Num? Well, no, Nine Numb was full price because he cost a little more because he was an exclusive. Oh. So he was like 11 bucks or something like that. Oh. Okay. And Chewy, Chewy was like 5 or five fifty or whatever. That's something quite like the deal that, $5. The yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't have Chewy. And then I got my Star Wars box this week and inside fucking chewy Mike Dell. I was like, What the fuck? I got another Chewy. And so I think I don't know if this was yesterday or Wednesday I got it, but so I got the Chewy from the box, the the, the Star Wars box in my hand, and I'm looking at the Chewy on the wall that I bought last week. And I'm like, I'm turning my head to the right and then I'm looking back and then I'm turning my head to the right <laughs> and I'm looking back and I'm like It's the same fucking thing except they put a sticker on the box. And I'm like, if that if that's the same fucking thing, I'm I'm done. I'm not buying any more of these boxes if if all they're gonna do is just throw a sticker on it and you know that's the exclusive. But then I realized my though, the new Chewy is what they call flocked. And flocked means yeah. he's got like Fuzz on him, he's like fuzzy, and apparently mm-hmm. the flocked ones are, you know, they're more sought after because you know they don't make them that often and
2: they're,
1: they're harder to find. Yeah, so I got a it, uh, flocked I, Chewy.
2: Do you remember Masters of the Universe? Like, do you remember there's a guy like called Moss Man or something like that? And he, you know, oh like, yeah, man, I remember Moss Man. Yeah, yeah, he had that kind of like fuzz on him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, that's where the fun- the Funko count now is at eighty. 80 Mike Dell,
2: 80 Funkos, 80 Funkos, it's pretty good. 80, yeah. Now do you have any on the way that you ordered, or no? Well, the, the
4: Deadpool the Deadpool
1: box is coming in February, but other than that, no. Except oh, maybe. Right. Except maybe. Yeah. All right, I might as well <laughs> tell you right now. <laughs> is um, <laughs> right now Mike Dell, I'm the highest bidder on on a Jacks. <laughs> Funko on eBay.
2: <laughs> Should you not know, even ask how much this is?
1: I mean, right now it's at forty-seven dollars. <laughs> Holy oh, yeah. hell! Yeah, I gotta get it, Mike. Dale, I gotta have it. But if it goes higher than that, I'm looking. Yeah. For a fucking Funko. <laughs> but the thing is, is like if I want to buy that, you can buy that exact same figure on Walmart, but Walmart wants one hundred dollars for it.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: so if I could get it, like, for, because it's that plus six bucks, so that'd be like fifty bucks, so if I could get it at half price, I'd buy it. Wow. It's like my holy grail right now.
2: Apparently.
1: Yeah. Fifty I'll damn like dollars check.
2: for a Funko.
1: Yeah, I, I just got done telling somebody, like, I would never spend that much on a Funko, and then, like, the next day I was like, all right, I'll bid on it. Yeah,
2: we might need an intervention,
1: I think. I, you know what else it is? Is like I get caught up in the bidding wars on eBay. Like I, I feel like, well, you ain't gonna fucking outbid me for something jackass.
2: <laughs> How much time's left on it?
1: Uh, tomorrow night at
2: eight. Uh, I was hoping it'd be live during the show. We could count it down. Yeah. Oh no! Well, I can yeah. live tweet it tomorrow. Well, well, I think if it's already at 47, you know, this thing jumps a, a shit ton in the final minute or so. So. We'll
1: yeah, about. that's true.
2: Yeah, I, I, I won't win it. I'm sure, but. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in the mix right now. <coughs> <laughs> but you're not going to go higher than this, right? Like if it goes to eighty, you're not going to go. Oh okay, no, no, $80 no, no, for a no! 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 <laughs> Please God, don't. I think, right. I think. I think,
1: I have. think I have fifty-five as my max. <laughs> oh, all
2: right. Yeah, fifty-five. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, good luck. Oh. Keep your fingers crossed, Mike Bell. <laughs> yeah, I'll do I that. need
1: jacks. I need jacks
2: i got to have them. Your life just won't be complete without that piece of plastic on your shelf. <laughs> and I know. I hear you. You really won't. Man. um, uh, I, I saw a street dreamer, because uh, you guys are always talking Funkos, uh, I think he retweeted something that you can win a, a bath time Deadpool. Deadpool with like a... a oh, movie. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's odd. A bath yeah, time Deadpool. They, they
1: uh they just released a bunch of new Deadpools. Uh, and one of them is, like, he's getting ready to take a bath. He has, like, a shower cap and a rubber ducky and a brush, I think. And then they have one where he's dressed up like a pirate. Yeah. And then they have one, I think he's a chef.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, hey, that movie's next month, right?
1: Yeah, Valentine's Day, or that maybe the 12th. I think February 12th it comes out.
2: Yeah, we've got to talk to so like Mike L. Two weeks. We'll talk to Mike L. about it, yeah. 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 I might go see Deadpool. I'm, I'm going to actually go to the theater to watch it. I don't know. It looks pretty yeah. cool. Yeah.
1: It looks good. fun.
2: Um, what else, Larry? Uh, yeah, i got nothing. Uh, I've been doing nothing, uh, just editing and doing nothing. Um,
1: you didn't do anything last night?
2: What did? What was I supposed to do last night?
1: Oh, I thought maybe on Thursday you were gonna go do something?
2: Oh no, that Didn't that was supposed that? to
1: be that was supposed to be next Thursday. Oh, next Thursday. Oh. Yeah, But
2: now it got pushed back to the Tuesday after that. Holy hell. Yeah. So maybe I'll talk about it two weeks' time. But yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. Can we say it involves
1: on. a lady maybe?
2: No. Not say okay, that. we won't say that. Yeah. Um what else? well I guess I don't know Royal Rumble this weekend is that all the other thing we have to talk about well you got the yeah, top 11 yeah
1: there I got the top 11 tonight Mike Dell
2: now should we do hours, the top like, 11 first or should we talk about the Royal Rumble and everything first
1: whatever you want to do I don't care
2: like it won't affect your top 11 if we do it second like it doesn't the two no, topics are matter. connected oh, no, I'm thinking no, not the really. topic is somehow Royal Rumble connected is it it is not oh okay fair enough
1: that. All right, but so yeah, the Royal Rumble. Connected.
2: Oh, yeah. all right. Royal Rumble this uh Sunday. Now, uh I guess the Royal Rumble is usually it's like probably the I was going to say the second most popular pay-per-view, but I maybe SummerSlams ahead of it. SummerSlams
1: uh, number 2, I would
2: say. Royal
1: mm-hmm. Rumble is probably
2: third or fourth. Now, for for those who don't know, there's a big match, the Royal Rumble, where 30 people enter the ring, and they enter in like uh, what three minute increments or something like that. Yeah, know. three
1: minutes, five minutes. Sometimes it, I don't even know. I think it switches up.
2: And it's a battle royal to be eliminated. You have to be thrown over the top rope, and your feet have to hit the floor. That's key. Yes. Both because feet. Kofi Kingston's pretty crafty with some of the stuff he does. He gets out yeah, of. Yeah, he
1: he does manage every year to find a way to not touch
2: the floor. Like, one, one year he landed on his hands and just walked on his hands the whole way around the ring. So. Yeah, one uh, day
1: he fell flat on his back but left his feet on the stairs as he <laughs> hit the mat,
2: which was pretty awesome. And then he jumped, instead of, like, he knew he was going to fall, so he jumped over to the, one of the barriers along the ringside, landed on it, and then jumped back.
1: Oh, That's yeah, I remember that, Yep.
2: yeah. Uh, so, yeah, who knows what will do this year. But uh, yeah, so thirty people. Win. And now, usually, the winner of the Royal Rumble is guaranteed a spot in the main event of WrestleMania, right? Yeah, which
1: technically they will be.
2: Uh, well, not necessarily because you would
1: think the heavyweight championship match would be. The yeah, main because event this of year
2: it's whoever. It, but there's no guarantee they'll have the belt by the time WrestleMania comes around. No,
1: that's true, but yeah. um, they'll have it.
2: Yeah, so whoever wins this year. Gets the championship. Now they did this once before, didn't? Like uh, Rick, but but at the time the belt was vacated. There was no champion, and then didn't is it when Rick Flair won? Then he got the belt. I can't remember. Is that right? I don't remember. But anyway, this year Roman Reigns is the champion, so Mm. he he's defending his belt against twenty nine other men and Roman Reigns is entering number 1. He's the first guy in the ring. So for him to retain his title, he has to eliminate 20 or you know, outlast 29 men.
1: So who do you think number 2 is going to be? Like Heath Slater or a jobber like that?
2: You know, it'd be what if it's Brock Lesnar?
1: That would be cool.
2: Yeah. Like the the WWE has so many opportunities to do so many cool things with the, this Royal Rumble. But what do we both think is going to happen, Larry? Uh,
1: Roman Reigns will outlast everybody and go home with the belt
2: that would be ridiculous if that happens but But that's um,
1: what's going to happen though
2: now now there is a well I don't know there there is uh, big rumor is that uh, (coughs) Triple H is going to enter the Royal Rumble and screw Roman Reigns out of the title so then that's why it's Roman Reigns and Triple H at Wrestlemania
1: that would be cool because you know Triple H has been gone for a while that would be a cool way to return and stuff
2: and the last time we saw Triple H on WWE programming I think was when Roman Reigns injured him, right? Oh yeah, he beat, oh, yeah, all, he beat the bad. hell
1: out of him that night. Yeah.
2: That yeah, we we've seen time. him on NXT since then, but not on like he he was Yeah, at, he was, NXT was on NXT London. like
1: 2 days later, he was fine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, but he's he
1: he's crippled on Raw though, but NXT yeah. he's, he's good to go. Yeah.
2: So that'd be pretty good. And now if if Triple H wins the whole thing, I'm trying, and he—he's your champion. How many belts would that be for him? Because Ric Flair has the the record of sixteen world titles, and then Cena has fifteen. But Triple H is getting up there too, right?
1: Uh, yeah. He—I I wouldn't know the number. Uh, I could Google it, but I, I think don't he's want probably
2: that. around like thirteen, maybe or something. something really? I, I think so. I don't know. I
1: gotta look now.
2: All right. Yeah, look that up. But uh, yeah, so this Royal Rumble up. could be very interesting as long as Roman... <laughs> another great thing would be if Roman Reigns gets knocked out like the third guy out of the match. That'd so then, that would be so great.
4: Because then no one would
2: know what's going to happen. But you know Roman Reigns is going to be in the final four at least. So that's going to kind of suck. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. He's, but, been, there's also, he's been world uh,
1: heavyweight ch- Well.
2: Yeah, because it's two belts War- for a while. You gotta yeah, out. he's
1: been WWE Champion six times and World Heavyweight Champion five times.
2: Oh, so 11. 11 times. Yeah. All right. Still a lot, um, though. Yeah, it's a lot. All right, and now there's also uh, a lot of rumors of, of people debuting uh, at Royal Rumble. AJ Styles is supposed to make, yeah. make an appearance. Um, are you familiar with AJ Styles?
1: Uh, Just... A little bit, because Lance sucks him off quite hard. So <laughs> I hear his name quite a bit. Um, but uh, I know he's in that Bullet Club or whatever that is. But I Yeah, don't really he used to always be in
2: TNA name. all the time and uh, other organizations. I, I, I used to watch him a long time ago, but I haven't seen him in a long time. And I don't know, I'm not a huge fan. Of, but he's supposed to be, I think he's voted the best wrestler in the the year for 2015. I don't know. but um, So he's coming. And in the Bullet Club which Lance loves the Bullet Club, too, right?
1: Yeah, it's a bunch of Japanese guys from, like, New Japan Pro Wrestling or one well, of those teams over there.
2: actually, they're not Japanese. Most of them are, like, American. But they're from oh, I New thought there New was, Japan like, Pro. Japanese guys. Well, there's a Japanese guy coming, but I don't think he's part of Bullet Club, though. Nakamura? Oh, right? or, okay.
1: All right, maybe I but, don't even but know. But Carl Anderson
2: and uh, another guy, Doc Gallows, I think his name is, They're uh, they're coming over. So, uh, yeah, it should be interesting. Now, all those guys, Bullet Club, the guy who started Bullet Club was Finn Balor when he yeah. was a Yeah. So, I, and the WWE's been making these shirts, because Bullet Club's a very famous, popular T-shirt in wrestling these days. But uh, WWE started cashing in on by making Baylor Club shirts with a similar logo. So now the the rumors that these guys will come over and they'll just be the Baylor Club. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> fine. So, uh yeah, so, and then uh, also on uh, the card, we have uh, Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens in a I Quit match. That'll be good. Yeah, that could be really good. Yeah. That could be really good. And then Charlotte versus Becky Lynch for the women's title.
1: That'll be good.
2: Yeah, hopefully Becky gets the win. That'd be nice.
1: Dude, they're both looking spectacular these days, though.
2: Charlotte's looking real good, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and, uh... So that's something. Um Now to do you think other...
1: Ambrose and Owens will be in the Royal Rumble?
2: Um no, I don't think so. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is I think they'll have their match. Um now there, do you... there are some people some people are saying, "Hey, maybe Daniel Bryan will come back."
1: Yeah, I heard he's been cleared by several doctors other than the WWE doctor.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing except for the WWE. Um no, who do you hey, think
1: so. will be surprise entrants? Because that, that seems to be one of the big selling points of Royal Rumbles. They always bring out, like, old guys or, you know. Well, I think in, AJ
2: Styles and Nakamura, that might be surprise entrance. You know, those guys.
1: I so. heard something about maybe Hacksaw Jim Duggan.
2: Oh, that would just be sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be like 60. Right? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, uh. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good pay-per-view, right? I
1: don't know. It should be, but, I mean, it doesn't mean it, it will It could be. be
2: great or it could be really bad, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Depending on if how Brother Wayne, you know, if he went.
1: wins, I'm going to be pretty fucking disappointed. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous if he
2: wins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about
1: Randy Orton? Is he close or what's up with him? No, he's still know?
2: a long way away. And I, and I think he needs – because what did he have, neck surgery? And then, or did he have I shoulder don't know. Surgery? He, he had he had one thing wrong with him. I'll, I'll, I'll say it's shoulder surgery. But now then he had the su- shoulder surgery and he's recovering. And they said, oh, you're also going to need neck surgery. Yeah. So, or it could be the other way that he originally had neck and then needs shoulder. What about he's Cesaro? Be no, he's still out a while. Doesn't How about matter. Bo Dallas? <laughs> yeah, no Bo. Hopefully he'll be there. Yeah. Bo Lee. <laughs> How about this past week? The social outcast and. And Bo uh, just ran out of the ring from the big show and started doing his little sprint around with his thumbs up. Yeah, victory great. lap. I love that. <laughs>
1: yeah, the victory lap, that's what he called it. I
2: love how he, he he puts his arm up. Instead of putting his thumb up in the air, he puts it sideways. It's great. Love it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's the wrestling. Uh, yeah. All right, Larry, well, what's his top 11? I'm excited. Top
1: 11 tonight, Mike Dow, is uh... – we might have talked about this at one point on the show as I was like, you know, after I got the list done, I thought like, we might have talked about this, but not not like, not this extensively, but uh, I got top 11 mic guys, or, you know, talkers as they oh. call them in the wrestling business. Myself. Nice. This
2: will be good. Top, yeah, and and I hear you, tell you have audio clips, right?
1: I do have audio clips, and some of them are some of them are a little bit older, you know, obviously, and uh, so the sound quality is not perfect on them, and some of them are, you know, a couple of them are long, like a couple minutes long, so. Because it you know,
2: says, uh, you know, to be a good, what, do you want to play the top 11 theme? Or oh, yeah,
1: might as well yeah, play that. Efficient. Yeah, otherwise, i got to find it. Hold on. Oh, all
2: right. There's
1: so many audio clips. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, there it is. All right, here we go.
0: The numbers all go to eleven. One, three, four, five, 10, nine, ten, eleven.
2: To eleven. Now now to be a great pro wrestler, Larry, you need uh you need to be good in the ring, you know. Yeah. Technically know what you're doing. You need to uh, have a good look so people think, Oh, I I'd like to watch this guy wrestle. You know, he's interesting looking. And you need to be good on the mic. Yeah. You
1: know? The mic is very important to me. And that's one of buddy, the things that I don't buy about Cesaro. Roman Reigns.
2: Yeah, Roman Reigns is terrible on the mic. Uh, but he has the look, and he's okay in the ring. He's not great, but he's okay. He's not but, great. Uh, C- Cesaro, he's got the look. He's he's the best in the ring, but they always say his promos are not so good. You know, he's yeah. He's not effective on the mic. Um, but that's why I think probably I would always say the greatest wrestler might be uh, Macho Man. Because he could do it all. He, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Macho man's course, good.
2: Macho man's good. Flair, Flair's always, you know, right there. He had all three. Flair was good on the mic. Oh, well, woo-hoo. there was the Flair, Flair on the mic. Yeah, he just yelled a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, he did but, yell but a lot. When, I like when he would say how much his shoes cost and stuff. That was good. <laughs> yeah,
1: everything was very like yeah, very expensive and lavish.
2: But, uh, yeah, so those guys are always put – and CM Punk is always good because he's really good on the mic. and, uh, so, and so that's what you need. People cut, cut a good promo. So I'm interested, Larry, because I, I know – I'm sure I've got at least – I know at least three or four people that you have on this list, but the fact that you have 11, the lower on the list is going to be interesting. I'm excited to see this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't even want to tell you what the list was because I was like, I don't even want him to, like to think about it too much and yeah. like you know.
2: Because so, I, I know CM Punk would be in my top three probably, but you don't like CM Punk, so I don't know what how you're going to put him.
1: You know. Yeah,
2: or maybe you probably he's don't not even have on your list. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: which would be you never strange, know. But yeah, yeah all right. Well, um, let's go, Larry.
1: Well, according to Street Dreamer, uh, he says Josh from Tough Enough might be part of the Royal Rumble yeah. too. So.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I guess no Does one likes him. that to do that him?
1: one, like, he made that the that Chewbacca noise?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and apparently no one likes him. He
1: wasn't bad.
2: But no one likes him because I guess he's not working hard enough or he's, he's making fun of the social outcasts or something, calling them social jobbers. So everyone's pissed at him.
1: Oh. Yeah, you might want to calm down, dude. You, you're you not even on TV or anything. <laughs> yeah. Before we start ripping so if he gets East in the later. Royal
2: Rumble, they, some people might actually be punching him. So that would be something to look out for. Yeah, uh,
1: number eleven on the list, Mike Dell, is a guy who uh, I'm kind of bored with at this point, and I, I made a comment about it the other day when I was watching Raw again. Uh, Chris Jericho, like back in the yeah. day, I loved Chris Jericho, but I'm at the point now where when I see Jericho come out and his music plays, I'm like, Jesus Christ, here comes fucking yeah, I, John Jericho Bon Jovi.
2: Yep, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was the official wrestler of LCS hockey back in the day. Loved Chris Jericho, um, but now he's just like uh, he wears scarves and he's got that dumpy yeah. haircut, and it yep. looks like his face is just full of Botox. It's all kind of yeah, Botox and he's shit.
1: puffy for sure.
2: And but uh, yeah, you, you know, like
1: mid to late '90s and uh, early 2000s, Chris Jericho was the bomb, Mike Dell.
2: L- long hair ball. Jericho, where, where he had the ponytail at the top of his head. That's where he. Yeah,
1: that sprout. That sprout. Yeah, that yeah. was that was quintessential Jericho. That was but, him at his the, best.
2: The other day when I read that AJ Styles was named, I guess the Wrestling Observer is the one that newsletter they they announced like the Wrestler of the Year and all these other awards. So AJ Styles won for this year. So I started looking back through past winners, and I guess Jericho won two years in a row, but it was like 2008, 2009, and I wasn't mm. rest- I wasn't watching wrestling then, so I. But I guess he was apparently really good then. I don't know.
1: Or maybe he was just like one of those, hey, uh, we gave Paul Newman an Oscar at the end. Well, you know, let's <laughs> give Jericho something, you know.
2: Let's just <laughs> it a up. But yeah when, yeah, when Jericho in the WCW days, when he was, uh, even before he came to WWE, he was so good back then. Yeah. And uh, now the audio
1: quality on this one's kind of bad, but uh, this is the, you know, when when you think of all the Jericho promos, yeah. the 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 one where he's doing his one thousand and four moves is the one that I think of first. You know, that, well, well, that we was the best he, one.
2: He was feuding with Dean Malenko, the man of a thousand holds.
1: Yes, yeah. All right, so I got an audio clip. All right, here all right. we go. Chris Jericho, number eleven.
3: Since I took care of Mister Today so quickly, I came prepared. Excuse me. Malenko, you claim to be the man of a thousand holds, but I counted, and you know about sixty. But I know a thousand and four, and I wrote them all down. Here we go. Hold one, arm drag. Hold two, arm bar. Hold three, the moss-covered, three handles, family grandunzel. Why does he just bail us this list? He will announce arm it. Arm bar. He's just ranting. Number five. The Saskatchewan spinning nerve hole. This must be meathead right. microphone night. You He's think so? He's got 998 to go. Nine. Get the hook. He's We're out of here. Shut
2: up. Get a haircut. Number ten.
0: <laughs>
2: I, I there think, you go. You know, was, was that Larry Zabisco at the end there to get a haircut? Is
1: a haircut? Uh, maybe. Yeah, he was. I think he was announcing back then. Yeah. But uh, the best part about that too is. Uh, They go to commercial break, you know, a full, you know, (laughs) four-minute commercial break, and when they come back, he's still in the ring. He's on, like, number 78 or something like that. And it's arm bar, and it's figure four leg lock, and it's arm bar, and it's fucking hilarious. He's all out of breath while he's doing it. I don't know. Jericho, back in the day, you know, welcome to, you know, uh, Monday, what did he call it, Monday Jericho or whatever. Of Monday, um, night, Monday night
2: Jericho, and then uh, Raw is Jericho.
1: Yeah, Raw is yeah, Jericho, and it is all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes, and the cruiserweight division was—you know—it <laughs>
2: was—it was decent back yeah, the, then. I, yeah, it had it Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, him. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, remember he had his own security team uh, with that guy who looked like Goldberg, uh, Goldberg but uh, or no, Rufus or Ralphus, Ralphus, right? Was that his
1: name? Ralph uh, Ralph? uh yeah, that does sound familiar. Now that you say He's like that. the
2: bald guy with the big belly and uh, yeah. You know.
1: I do remember that.
2: Yeah. Huh. Right. It's weird
1: how you forget like weird shit like that. All right, uh number 10 Mike Dell. I know he here's a guy you love. Uh here's a guy everybody uh loves. Uh at least I did back in the day. Uh number 10 Mike Dell. Kurt Angle.
2: Kurt <laughs> Angle was <laughs> always
3: he,
1: was he, always he might be good. my favorite
2: wrestler of all time. In, in fact, I when I said Macho Man, he, Angle's my personal favorite. Yeah. I think he's, he's the,
1: what about all the DUIs? Well,
2: yeah, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> but,
1: all right, fair enough.
2: Uh, there's some talk that maybe he could come back to WWE next year Is just like a one-shot deal or something. We'll see. But uh, Yeah.
1: Uh, um, but, but Angle was always... Funny. I mean, he could play bad, you know, badass, I'm going to, you know, beat the hell out of you kind of guy, but yeah. he was also very funny and shit, and, you know, that was, uh, you know, he wasn't afraid to make himself look like a doofus to, you know, entertain yeah. the the people and whatnot, and uh, so uh, I'll set this clip up a little bit, uh, he, he, he's uh, he's initially talking to Matt Hardy and Lita, and then Hurricane Helms walks in. Oh, all right.
0: All right, here we
3: go. Matt, you were there with me Thursday. Yeah. Okay? You know the feeling. It's a feeling that I can't describe, yeah. which is why I'm going to go through this tonight and why I'm going to kill Stone Cold Steve Austin this Sunday. Yeah. And speaking of Austin, how about these speeches he's given to the Alliance? I mean, talking to this Hurricane Helms kid, uh, pumping him up because he wears a Green Lantern tattoo on his shoulder. <laughs> right. What right. a lame superhero, the Green Lantern. I mean... Superman, Batman, Flash, uh, Aquaman, a guy who talks about fish for a living with a better superhero
4: than that. Anybody. Give me a break. <laughs> I'm with you on excuse that. Excuse me, excuse me. There's a hurricane coming through.
3: Excuse me, excuse me. Talking about the Green Lantern? That's untrue. That's damn untrue. What
4: you drinking there, <sighs> Kurt? A some like some milk?
0: You spilled my milk? Huh? What you gonna do, buddy? You spilled my milk.
3: Bill's my milk. And by the way, Green Lantern, comic book superhero is no match for an Olympic hero.
2: Oh, it's true. <laughs> Kurt Angle. He yeah. had uh, the three I's. Intensity, intelligence, and integrity, right? Yeah. Three I's. And, uh, of course, my favorite line ever when he'd be talking to somebody, he'd be saying, what have you ever won?
1: Where are your gold yeah. medals? Where are your gold medals? <laughs> Yeah. The best angle was great, yeah, he really was. And you know
2: what else and, I uh, loved too was
1: the whole "you uh, suck" with his theme music when the yeah. crowd would chant "you suck." And, and, yeah, that yeah. was a good time. I think he, and, uh, I
2: think he liked it too. He had a he had a good run with. Uh, now I wasn't even watching wrestling when he, him and Brock, when he and Brock Lesnar were going at it, but they had a lot of good ma- not only good matches but uh, a lot of good promos and uh, stuff back and forth they were doing. And uh, but I always remember when uh, he and Stone Cold were trying to like kiss up to Vince. Backstage Oh god I mean. yeah <laughs> So good Kurt was wearing That little cowboy hat
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yep uh, Fucking uh, Stone Cold Singing Kumbaya And Kurt Gets all jealous
2: And then there was A the time when uh, Undertaker He's cutting a promo On Undertaker And he goes Undertaker If that is your Real name
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Yeah Kurt Angle pretty
0: was good. Good. Uh, Yeah I love, I
2: love Kurt Angle <laughs> All
1: right, uh, number uh, nine on the list here, Mike Dell, one of my personal favorites, uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon.
2: <laughs> wow. Good yeah.
1: Bad. This clip's long. It's like two and a half minutes almost. So, Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, just relax.
0: I'm just the Let's hear it. Somebody call my mama. I've got a big surprise for you For Mr. Daddy. Ruthless aggression I'm gonna stop being so damn nice You're fire You're fire You're fire You're fire You're fire. You're, fire. You're, fire. You're gonna burn in hell you mess with me I'll make hell look like Sunday school I own My own competition. Shut up! Drinking on the job? What the hell is this? The WWF is mine. WCW is buried. Anything about the original ECW sucks. Shut up! There is no chance in hell. Fuck it! Stand up, you make me sick. If you're an imbecile and you're from Hartford, you'll say... That's my point. I'm gonna (laughs) kill it! Oh, hell! Michael Cole, shut up, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired,
4: you're fired, Stone Cold,
0: screw you, you're fired, it's all about the money, I'm your genetic jackhammer, you will worship me. It's me, Austin! Mr. Sunko. Ah! Where's my picture? Where's my football? out of the a... Peace out, my brothers! Daddy's coming home! She just took a trip. Brett screwed Brett. You deserve to be screwed! You deserve to be screwed! I will never, ever forgive your mother for giving birth to you. Life sucks!
2: Then you die. Shut up! Yeah. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah, Vince. Now, now what do you think of Vince since he's come back his recent time? I love (laughs) it.
1: He's great. He's awesome. (laughs) I love when Vince is on.
2: Yeah, he's still pretty good, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. He's just... I just wish he had someone better...
2: Someone better to to go with than Reigns, you know, because Reigns can't really give it back to him you know it's just uh,
1: yeah, he, yeah he has no he's terrible you no, he can't do anything good god uh, number 8 on my list Mike Dell a guy that uh, I hate a guy that you love but uh-huh. I had to put him on the list you know what am I going to do CM Punk
2: nice you made the list yeah. he's on
1: good. the list Mike Dell
2: yeah is this the Punk, pipe Punk
1: this is the pipe bomb yeah <laughs> This, this is the pipe bomb speech. Uh, it's another long one. It's like another two minutes twenty seconds, but uh... you know I'm trying to fill up show, so shut up. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, CM Punk. Oh yeah. Uh, before we play this, I just want to say, you know, for people who might not watch wrestling, Mike Dell, that you know, initially he's talking to John Cena in this clip. And when he refers to Dwayne, he's talking about The Rock. All right, here we go.
4: I don't hate you, John. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. I like you a hell of a lot more than I like most people in the back. I hate this idea that you're the best. because you're not, I'm the best, I'm the best in the world, there's one thing you're better at than I am, and that's kissing Vince McMahon's ass, you're as good as kissing Vince's ass as Hulk Hogan was. I don't know if you're as good as Dwayne though, he's a pretty good ass kisser. Always was and still is. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. I am the best. I'm not on your lovely little collector cups, I'm not on the cover of the program. I'm barely promoted, I don't get to be in movies, I'm certainly not on any crappy show on the USA Network. I'm not on the poster of Wrestlemania, I'm not in the signature that's produced at the start of the show. I'm not on Conan O'Brien, I'm not on Jimmy Fallon, but the fact of the matter is I should be, and trust me, this isn't sour grapes, but the fact that Dwayne is in the main event of Wrestlemania next year and I'm not makes me sick. Let let me get something straight. Those of you who are cheering me right now, you are just the biggest part of me leaving as anything else because you're the ones that are sipping out of those collector cups right now. You're the ones that buy those programs that my face isn't on the cover of. And then at 5 in the morning at the airport, you try to shove it in my face so you can get an autograph and try to sell it on eBay because you're too lazy to go get a real job.
1: Yeah. There there you go, <clears throat> there you go the Mike Dell, the uh the famous pipe bomb promo. One of the <clears throat> probably one of the five best promos ever, I would say.
2: Because at the time, uh keep in mind Cindy Punk C M Punk, CM Punk was always an indie star and he he was always told he would never make it in WWE because he wasn't big enough, he didn't have the right look and all that. And but he became popular and then uh, his contract was about to expire. So people weren't sure if he was gonna re sign or not. And so he walks out and he sits down on the stage and he's just holding the mic and he starts cutting this promo and he's looking at the camera, talking to the camera and he's saying stuff that people don't usually talk about, like Dwayne and you know talking about Vince and stuff. <clears throat> so it it just was caused quite the sensation at the time. And then he, yeah. he ended up winning the, the belt and he like crossed over into mainstream popularity because of that promo and he he became hugely popular. He wins the belt and then the WWE. In typical WWE fashion, they take the belt. They they have them drop the belt to Alberto Del Rio, and they they waste them in a feud with like uh, Triple H and Kevin Nash, just so Triple H can like you know stay uh, the top guy or whatever. And uh, it was just awful. They they ruined it. They ruined it. But um, I'll be honest with you. I
1: think um I think the CM Punk pipe bomb was about the time. I started looking back into WWE again. Yeah. Because I remember like hearing that, about what... this this interview and stuff, yeah. and I was like, oh, let me check this out. And then so I started like, oh, who's this guy? And
2: I think that's when yeah, I started
1: I... getting back into WWE again.
2: Same with me. Our buddy Lance told us, hey, check out CM Punk and watch this promo. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a whirl. And, and I liked the guy. And um, Yeah, now he, he then became champion again and held the belt for over a year. But it was never quite – the same level of craziness that was going on at that point, and it could have been so great, but WWE didn't want him to be the guy. <laughs> you know, like like that speech he gave was really true. <laughs> like they didn't want yeah. him to be in the guy. Yeah, and, uh, and that's Cole why Cabana he... and
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. And uh, I was talking about the ice cream bars, that was great. But um, and then that's why he eventually left WWE because he they he had never he never main evented WrestleMania, even though he was their champion for over a year and he was the top. Uh, guy, most popular wrestler. Even when he was the champion for over a year, he only headlined like two pay-per-views. It was always John Cena. John Cena was always headlined every pay-per-view main event, and it wasn't yeah. Punk just because they didn't want him. They wanted Cena to be the face, and they just uh, they they, uh, they shot themselves in the foot. It's pretty terrible. But, uh... Well, what are you gonna do though? But be- but because that happened with CM Punk, and because he left the company and left them, you know, kind of screwed, they finally relented and put the belt on Daniel Bryan and embrace Daniel Bryan, and then that was hugely popular. So um, without Punk, that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, but then Bryan can't stay healthy. He's like the bow yeah. band of wrestling. But so then
2: Vince can say, I was right all along. See, you can't put it on these little guys. They can't carry it. But,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Cena's hurt, too, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> uh,
1: number seven, Mike Dell, another guy who, once again, when I was a kid, not a fan. But now have come to respect as I've gotten older, and uh, this is probably one of the most you know this would be in the top five most famous promos of all time. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, Mike Dell. He's uh, he's
2: only number seven.
1: Uh, yeah, he's only number seven to me. This, this
2: isn't is me. Hard this
1: isn't. Yeah, this is hard times. Yeah. This is uh, the hard times speech, and uh, you know. Uh, Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair back in the day was it was something special to watch because wrestling was much different back then because you never got to see it was always here comes Hogan and here comes Iron Mike Sharp and here comes <laughs> you know Honky Tonk Man and here comes
2: Joe Borowski and it's just like that's how wrestling was back then so
0: but
1: that
2: was the whole flare, I think that's what they need now though you know they need more of that now because like we Javins, see the same guys ret- We see the same guys wrestle every week on Raw, you know? Like, how many times have we seen Orton versus Sheamus? (laughs) Like, enough already. So then when the pay-per-view comes around, there's nothing special about it, you know?
1: But, I mean, do you want to watch Orton versus Heath Slater,
2: though? Yeah. Yeah. Like, NXT, every week on NXT, the first, like, three matches are a a star versus a scrub, and then uh, there's the main event, you know, and that's all I want. You know? That's fine. It's perfect. Yeah.
1: Let me know when Blue Pan shows up on NXT again. (laughs) I will. will. Nice. All right, here we go, Mike Dell. Dusty Rhodes, hard times.
3: I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. No respect. No honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, daddy. That's hard, time.
2: that's hard times, Mike, though. <laughs> yeah, and it goes on from there. but uh, um, Yeah, it's much longer, but I like to get a that, sample in. That's usually considered the top promo of all time. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely
1: one of them, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, once again, like, uh, I wasn't a Dusty fan when I was a kid. I thought he was, a, you know, a big giant mess. And I loved (laughs) Ric Flair back then. I I was a huge Flair fan. I loved Flair. And so uh, I I never really respected Dusty until I got older. But he was one of the best on the mic. Even though he had a lisp and you couldn't understand everything he was saying, (laughs) it was still good stuff. Uh, uh, What number am I at? Number six on my list, Mike Deli. Here's another guy from my... uh, childhood who i always loved and i thought was one of the best on the mic uh not necessarily a wrestler per se but uh do you want to take a guess mike dell more of a manager
2: That's no we were, a manager? For, we were looking Let's
1: for we're looking for jim man.
2: Cornette, mike dell i was going to guess jim Cornette, but you cut me off Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah, he wasn't what more of a guess. manager. He was a manager. That's pretty much Well, I mean. he
1: wrestled here and there. Yeah, he wrestled well, here and there.
2: Well, not really, but all right.
1: No, but I mean, he's still one of the best guys to cut promos. This isn't necessarily no. wrestlers per se. I mean, this is just, yeah. you know, talkers, as they say in the wrestling. I, I, I hated him as
2: a kid. I, cu- I couldn't stand him.
1: I love, I love. Jim Cornette. I,
2: was, I <laughs> always
1: loved the bad guys. I always
2: did. And he was the manager for the uh, Midnight Express. Yeah. Um, big,
1: yeah. And, uh, you know, another thing I always loved about Jim Cornette is, like, he'd always talk about his mama. Like, mama told me to do this.
2: Like, mama <laughs> well, was pulling mom... the
1: strings behind the scenes, but yeah. you never saw mama or anything. Because
2: he was just he, a rich, he, spoiled kid. and his mama Yeah, he, mom he, he used
1: and to and carry it. a tennis racket around, like country club <laughs> kind of rich, spoiled brat who lives off mama's money and stuff. And, like, yep. he was just one of the best e-old managers ever.
2: No yeah, doubt. he was a great great heel and everything, but yeah, as a kid, I hated him, which shows you how good he was, That I hated him that much,
1: yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Jim Cornette. This one's short.
2: Cornette!
4: (laughs) Tony, go ahead and introduce me. I don't think I need to introduce you. Because everybody knows who I am. A lot of things going on today. Big news. Big Bubba Rogers has shocked the wrestling world. Everybody's hearing about it. And General Skandor Akbar is a happy man today because, you know, I first met him through Mother's Oil Investments. But I knew about his power in professional wrestling, and believe me, there's nobody in wrestling but him that had enough money to get Big Bubba's services. And just remember, big things from Big Bubba Rogers. But even if you can't see Bubba, Bubba can see you. <laughs>
1: there you go.
2: You can't see it's Bubba. Bubba can see you. Yeah. yeah. A tasted taste Jim Cornette there. <laughs> like he uh, all met, right, Mike Del. Met General Akbar through his mother's oil connections. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Scandar Akbar. That was, wrestling was more, I don't know, I I guess because I was a kid, too, but it was fun back then. They had goofball names, and I don't
0: know.
1: (laughs) It was just fun. Hold on, let me cough real quick.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Number, we're getting into the top five here, Mike Dell. Number five, before he started what everything, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin is definitely one of the... Number five, Mike Dell. Number five.
2: Uh, My my top top three in some order would be Austin, Rhodes, and Punk, probably. Nice. That's a solid list, though. Solid list. (laughs) But they don't even crack your top four.
1: Wow. Yeah. All right, uh, here we go. Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: Number five.
3: Well, the problem is I'm not talking to anybody until I throw 29 pieces of trash over the top rope and advance to WrestleMania to face the champ so you can take your camera and stick it, son. That's it. Cut. Cut. The hell out of here. You ought to hit the streets in that outfit. We're well, talk now don't about don't start that. stuttering I, to I, me, son, I, I, and don't you butt in, honey. Sorry? Because the bottom line is, you're not going to come in here and bring Stone Cold in and treat me like a jerk. No, I, I just want to... I wanted... beat the hell out of both guys. Let's set the record straight. All
4: right, I just wanted to build your appearance throughout yeah, the show. Yeah, you got to I...
3: build Stone Cold, brother. That's what... Oh, there's the cameras. Tell the people how you feel. Shut feelings. up. This hey, I what... think everybody knows how I feel. I've been short for seven years, and I'm fixing to start kicking ass, just like it said at the beginning of the program. God, well, my time It's shut up. My time has come, and that's the bottom line. Letter S in front of Hitman, you've had my exact opinion of Bret Hart. You know Bret. Stone Cold is gonna kick my ass. I'm better than you. And you're gonna find that out first-hand time. I'll kick the hell out of him. I'm the best there is. Man, I ain't got to invent a bunch of dumb slogans. It's Austin's house now.
2: That's
1: Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mike, though.
2: But not his most famous promo. Well, it's not there.
1: I know because I play that a lot at the end of the show sometimes, oh, okay. where he talks about uh, Austin three sixteen. So I thought I would put, play something different because I play that. I've played that several times on the show, but yeah, the whole Austin three sixteen speech is probably that's probably the most famous wrestling promo to me, or at least
0: uh,
1: one of the most important <laughs> ones. It was the birth of yeah. one of the biggest characters ever. Yep, I don't know.
2: But, uh, and, yes. he, and, he no. just, and he just improvised it. He, he said it on a whim. He wasn't even meant to cut that promo, but he did. Yep.
1: yep, All right, Mike Dell, number four, greatest manager of all time. Bobby the Brain? Bobby the Brain Heenan, <laughs> one of the greatest announcer of all time. He was just <laughs> – Bobby Heenan was just – one of the best uh, as far as wrestling goes i mean he's just i don't know i can you know,
2: i love that guy so much now he was also a wrestler and he was actually a good wrestler back in his day yeah yeah he days. did
1: wrestle but uh
2: yeah. yeah in
1: fact he uh he talks about it in this promo oh nice yeah look at that Segway. all right bobby heenan number 4
3: you aren't well th- nervous aren't you no i'm not nervous I just want to collect my thoughts and make sure everything I say is understood properly. Because it's obvious the World Wrestling Federation here doesn't listen to me and they don't care about me. Yes, I am a gifted athlete and a wrestler, but I don't particularly care to wrestle. And they know that. The whole thing is between Andre and the Hellbilly and Stutt and Bundy. And just because some goon at seven foot four and five hundred pounds and some dumb hick from Mud Lick put their two heads together with an IQ of 10, they want a, me in the ring. They want to get their hands on Stud. They want to pick up that money for a slam. They want to get rid of Bundy because they're jealous of his size and massiveness. And they want to get rid of me because they're jealous of me. My whole life, everybody's been jealous of me. Everybody's been worried about me my whole life.
4: They've done this to me. They've done this to me. Don't you call me Weasel either, pal. No, I didn't. Don't you, I you, you said, said it. paranoid. No, you called me Weasel and I heard you. I-
1: <laughs> Bobby the Brand eater Just always... Just the shadiest, wormiest, sneakiest guy, just even when he did commentary he was just he was sleazy about it. But in a was, funny was way the best. though. He really yeah, was.
2: Yeah. And uh him and gorilla monsoon. Hey monsoon.
1: Yeah.
2: Holy yeah. hell. That was good times. Oh. Uh, so we're we're down to the top three, right? Yeah. I'm, number three, Mike. I'm, I'm at a loss. I don't know who uh, – I know you're going to have your buddy Dwayne number one. You love Dwayne. <laughs> He's going to be number one. But I don't know uh, who else – well, uh, hopefully Heyman's in there. Do you have Paul Heyman in the top three?
1: He did not make it, Mike, though.
2: Oh. He, he was
1: on the list. He was on the list. The thing was is I just, you know, I don't know. I, I couldn't <laughs> do it. He was close.
2: You couldn't put Paul Heyman on the list? He would
1: have been 12th. How about that? Oh, my goodness. Um, oh,
2: well, Ice Macho Man should be there, but I don't think you're going to have Macho Man there.
1: No. We'll see.
2: Coming <laughs> so in at Rick number Flair. three, Mike Dell. Yeah, Flair is going to
1: be there. Number three, my buddy Dwayne.
2: <laughs> oh, Dwayne's number three. Nice. At least you had some self respect there. All right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: But, you know, the, the Rock's the best. I love The Rock. Oh, come on. He's, he's good. He was really good back in the day, but um, Stone Cold is better than him. So, I
1: mean. <laughs> no. Come on. Yeah. All
2: right. Here we go.
3: Finally, The Rock
0: has come
3: back to Hunter. Kane. You think you impress The Rock when your music hits, all the lights go out, you got fire coming out of the post, fire shooting out of your ass, you got (laughs) fire coming out of everywhere. And then all of a sudden, you're doing jumping jacks, you're happy because Kane can talk. The big red retard can finally speak.
0: (laughs) Playing a smackdown on Kane. Kane, Well, Kane,
3: The Rock says this. He's in a giving mood tonight. You come on out here. The Rock's got a little gift for you. He'll give you this microphone right here so you can talk in front of the millions of Rock's fans. Take your little voice gimmick, stick it to your throat, and say this. My name is Kane, and I am a Rudy Pooh
2: Candy Ass. Yeah, yeah, The Rock was great back then. Uh, I, yeah. I think I'm remembering more modern Dwayne, when he, <laughs> these most recent years, when he comes back and just uh, recycles tired catchphrases. And uh, the the thing that hurt was uh, when Cena and him went head-to-head, Cena owned him on the promos, I'd say.
1: Yeah, he, Cena was good. Cena yeah. was good.
2: But, yeah, early
1: Rock was tremendous. Yeah. Cena didn't make my list either, Mike, though, and I love John Cena.
2: Well, I, I know who should be number one. It just dawned on me who should be number one. But I'll, I'll Don't keep say it nothing.
1: We'll yeah. yeah. All right. Don't say nothing. All right. Uh, coming in at number two, Mike Dell, you know, back in the old NWA days, Dusty Rhodes, you know, his nemesis, Mike Dell, the nature boy, Ric Flair. And, uh, hold on, I lost the clip. <laughs> I'm so bad with this switchboard. It just jumps. All right, here we go. Nature Boy, Ric Flair. And uh, like we were saying, Mike Dell, thing about Nature Boy, like he, he was always screaming, just yelling. He was out, like <laughs> yeah. almost like he just did six lines of Coke, and he's going to tell you how yep. much he spent on everything he's wearing and what he's drinking and buying. And and that was great, though, because there wasn't anybody else like that back then.
2: Yeah, you got to remember this was the 80s. You know, so. Yeah,
1: and you also got to keep in mind too that he really was doing all this stuff.
2: Yeah, and also most of the guys he's wrestling in that NWA era and stuff—they're like hicks, country hicks and stuff—and um, yeah, redneck people. And he and he's classy, you know. He's driving around in the limos and everything. Yeah,
1: custom-made clothes and yeah. But they they always say like he actually was doing all that stuff.
2: Yeah, you haven't seen that interview with Stone Cold yet on the network. No, I
1: have not. Is that a good? Because he, he
2: tells some good stories. Like, like he legitimately bought a limousine from uh, and would drive to the arena in a limousine all the time. Like he owned it. He he bought it secondhand off like a, a, a mayor or something from some town. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> but he said he got a lot of heat backstage because the guys <laughs> were mad he showing up in a limousine all the time.
1: That's pretty funny, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. Why not live the live the character? Might as well. Yep. All right. Here we go. Nature Boy Ric Flair.
4: Woo. The World Heavyweight Champion,
3: Nature Boy Ric Flair. First of all, we'll start today off by telling you, it is Rolex time, Tony Blanchard. So don't be bringing on one of those Mickey Mouse watches and trying to impress the world. They like jet airplanes. They like long limousines. They like fine clothes. They like lovely ladies. And in Studio 54 a week ago, I tore them all down. I will drive nothing but Mercedes or Rolls-Royce. I will not go nowhere on a commercial airliner. I will ride in nothing but limousines. And I will make love to nothing but the best-looking women in the world. The world heavyweight champion, Nature Boy Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah.
1: I loved... The, the uh, you know, World Championship Wrestling or whatever they refer, World, whatever that show was, Saturday nights, 6.05 TBS. I love yeah. that show so much. And that was another thing. Uh, why did TBS always go 05s back in the day? Everything was 5.05, yeah. 10.05. Right, I think was they 05. just did it to
2: be different, I think. Eh, but, um, I could see that. But uh, we didn't hear his most. Of course, the Space Mountain, where he always says, "Take a ride of the best ride and longest line," or whatever. Yeah. Space Mountain. And then he's the what the jet flying, kiss stealing limousine riding.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was all that. I'm going to be honest with you. uh, When I cut these clips up, I did them in order. So I was like, by the time I got down to the end, I was like, "Come on, I just want to get done." (laughs) Because this literally took me about three hours or so to find clips and cut them and edit them and blah, blah, blah. And I was All right, tired well, the we're
2: up to number one. Now, I just realized who my number one would be. Wait, hold on, Michael. I, I doubt I doubt it's going to be yours, though. Uh, is it Trish Stratus? <laughs> no, but I like Trish Stratus. No, it's not Trish Stratus. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I was going to
1: play a drum roll or something, but I, I can't find oh. one, so who cares? All right.
2: So now the other you think, when I'm thinking like you, when I'm thinking like Larry and who would Larry pick a number one? Uh-huh. I'm thinking maybe Scott Hall.
1: He did not make the list. He was, was wow. He was a contender, Mike Dell. He was a because contender. he was
2: always good with the hey yo, you know and that kind Yeah, of thing. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He
1: he was. Yeah. I had here's who didn't make the list that I had written down. Um, Scott Hall, King Lawler, uh, Triple H, Jake the Snake. I put Hogan on the list cuz I loved him as a kid. Uh yeah. Mick Foley and uh Paul Heyman.
2: Well, then Macho Man's got to be there. It's got to be Macho Man.
1: All right. Is that is that who you're going with?
2: <laughs> it, it wouldn't be my number, yeah, but I have another number one pick, but I'm I'm sure you're not going to pick this guy cuz I don't think you would have Andy Kaufman on your list. <laughs> would you
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I would not have Andy Kaufman on list. But
2: Andy line. Kaufman <laughs> cuts the best promos ever. Like it's not yeah. even an argument. Well, he's not
1: really a wrestler. He's yeah. less of a wrestler than <laughs> Jim Cornette is.
2: <laughs> no, well, I would disagree with that. He was an actual wrestler. He wrestled. but um, uh, Yeah, he was so good, though. But All right, so I don't know. Let's hear it. Well, who did you I mean. just think of?
1: You said, oh, I just thought of somebody.
2: Well, it was Andy Kaufman. That's who I was thinking of. I ah. thought, oh, I'd put Andy Kaufman number one. Yeah.
1: Nah. All right. Come yeah. in at number one, Mike Dale. I'll just play
4: it is with rowdy roddy piper take it gene oh all right back in the locker room with rowdy roddy piper you talk about a 180 degree swing i know you're still hurting roddy piper i'm not hurting how in the world against the doctor's advice can you go out in that ring and meet the iron chief i do exactly
3: what i want to do you say i'm insane i say thank you very much Adrian Adonis, do you think I'm insane? Do you think for one second now you're running around with your dress on and, and your beautiful pectorals that, that look like you had six litters of puppies? you're going to come running in a ring and you're going to come run around and mess me up and think for one second that I'm just going to sit there
0: and take up and knock him out there and beat you to a pulp? You think for one second... You in all your
3: splendid glory with your pretty little hat on and all those lovely stretch marks, you know, that look like an upstate map of New York, that you're going to sit there and say, huh, you're Claire Roddy Piper. Listen, I'm a man. You think something, something like a knee injury is going to hurt me or stop me, huh? You think that's what I'm made of? You can break my neck. I fight for a living. When you carry a big stick, you know, Gene, you don't got to walk so soft no more, you know.
0: Uh, I, when you carry a big stick, I'll uh, uh, walk. I, I, I thank you very much, Roddy Piper. In my opinion, you jeopardized your career in meeting the Iron Sheik, but you did get your hand raised. Our congratulations that's on that. That's
3: why I'm Roddy Piper, and you're not.
0: All right. Back to you, Vince.
2: Yeah, yeah Piper, that's a good choice. Piper should be up there. Uh I pre- he was always a little too frenetic for my tastes, <laughs> a little too crazy. But.
1: Yeah, he does talk quick and he's always gasping yeah. for breath. But I, I love Piper. He's always, he's like, uh, he's like what Dean Ambrose wants to be. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um.
2: Yeah, he would be uh, probably like six or seven on my list, I think, or somewhere around there. But um. Uh huh. Yeah, no Macho Man. That hurts me. Yeah. I'm not. I
1: was never. I don't. I. I just was never a Macho Man fan. Still not really. Even as I'm older, not really a Macho Man fan.
2: <laughs> Spaces. His place. voice
1: was just <laughs> annoying, and he just didn't say too much. Oh yeah, yeah, Macho Man. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I could see it. I mean, you know, he was definitely yeah. good. I guess if you enjoyed that, I did not.
2: But yeah, well, now that, that I think about it, a- Andy Kauf- Andy Kaufman would be one, and then. Uh, um, Maybe Punk for me would be two. I don't know. And then Austin, Flair, Rhodes in there, Um, Savage, Piper. Um, Yeah, but uh, some good guys, though. Yeah. It was a good list. It was solid. It was fun
1: to put together. I got to watch old wrestling videos all afternoon.
2: I would definitely have Heyman on my list. No Paul Heyman. That's shocking. (sighs)
1: I hear you, but here's the thing: is I've always hated Paul Heyman, and I just <laughs> recently started coming around to him because he is just like the perfect mouthpiece for Brock Lesnar.
2: Yeah. But
1: I never watched him in ECW. You know, when he was Paulie Dangerously, I was never really yeah. into him. That phone was great, but I don't. So I, I I I re I understand why he would be, but I just I haven't I I just got into him too late.
2: Who's the best lady that ever cut promos?
1: Huh, that's a good question.
2: AJ had that one against the Bellas that was good. It was kind of like a mini pipe bomb she was trying to take after her husband. She cut that one promo. Um, But uh, I I think right now Paige is the best.
1: Yeah, Paige is probably the best. Charlotte's pretty bad. The Bella twins are horrible.
2: Hmm. Yeah, there really isn't a good lady talker out there.
1: Yeah, not not that I can think of. Yeah. Somebody will probably tweet us or something, and you know we'll be like, "What the fuck, man?"
2: Because mm. even well, the electrician leader never really cut promos that remember. memorable. Not one. really. Yeah. Huh. yeah, not so
1: much. Well, that's the list. I'm done. We're done. We're out of show. <laughs> So yeah, that was good. We filled up a lot of time. It was entertaining yeah, two, to me at hours.
2: least. And, and uh, on Sunday, maybe we'll live tweet the Royal Rumble. Looking
1: yeah, good. I will definitely be up for it. I think.
2: All right.
1: Yeah. So, I think I'll try to nap. Is what I'm saying. cracking Isn't line. there football on or something Sunday? Oh yeah, that's true. I don't. I don't know what time those think, games. Start. I, yeah, I think
2: both games are Sunday, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. There's
1: only two games left right before the Super Bowl. Yep. This weekend. In the top seeds, right.
2: The top in each conference made it. That's that's a rarity. You don't see that.
1: Yeah. Any predictions?
2: I, I think Denver and, uh, I go back and forth, but I'll Denver and Arizona.
1: Uh, I think it'll be New England and Arizona.
2: No. That'll be I don't want around. it to
1: be, but. Why do you think Denver's going to win? Peyton looks I just think at
2: home, and uh, I just think Manning, this season's shaping up to be one of those crazy seasons where, like, in the end when you look back, it's like a magical season. Like, you know, he he had such a terrible year. He gets bent, he pulled out of the lineup, comes back in, leads him to the playoff, top seed, and he beats Tom Brady, Then he wins the Super Bowl. (laughs) I just think it might be that kind of year, you know. And then all of a sudden
1: he'll he'll once again be the best quarterback that ever played the game. Yeah,
2: everyone's like, oh, he's so great. He's the greatest
1: quarterback yeah. ever. He's a hero. <laughs> fuck Brett Favre and fuck Dan Marino and
2: Brady's a has been. Yeah. Do, does Dave
1: does Dave still think that Aaron Rodgers is the best ever? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because remember he, he was on that season. for a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he still feels that way, because I don't think he's going to be the best ever. He looks pretty average this year.
2: Yeah, without Jordy Nelson, he didn't look so good.
1: Who is the best ever, Mike Dell?
2: I always say the guy I would take number one overall. If I had to win a game, I'd take Steve Young. Because he could run, he could beat you with his legs, and he was just as smart as the, the smartest quarterbacks, just as accurate as the most accurate quarterbacks, plus he could beat you with his legs. And keep in mind with Steve Young, He didn't become the San Francisco starting quarterback until he was thirty. Yet he still did all that stuff. Like so, we missed out on his best years. Yet he still was a Hall of Famer. So yeah. Yeah. Huh.
1: I'll probably go slash.
2: (laughs) Do you need someone to cry on the sidelines or fly around like an airplane?
1: I like. Hey, that airplane flying thing—that's a team (laughs) motivator. People get pumped up for that. The crowd gets into it. I get into it.
2: So that's what I would do. I think the second might be John Elway on my list, just because, uh, again, he could beat you with his legs if he had to, and then he he had the strong arm.
0: All
1: right. Well, we're done, Mike Dell. Go to michaelpauldell.com for all your editing needs. That's right. If you make a list, Mike Paul Dell will edit it for you.
2: Edit the shit out of it.
1: And are and you're editing pretty hardcore these days, Mike Dell.
2: Yep, just got done editing a book for somebody yesterday, and some more stuff. So yeah, 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 Is
1: there any nudity in this book? No. No. Huh. Disappointing. All yeah. right, so uh, at Michael Paul Dell on the Twitters, and uh, you know, tweet him anybody you think should be on that list. Hashtag it banana balls and see what happens.
2: I don't know. Oh, uh, wait, what list exactly should someone be on? I don't understand.
1: Uh, you know, uh, best uh, talkers. Oh, oh okay, you talker, forgot so-and-so. Yeah, banana balls. Oh,
2: Hashtag balls. All right.
1: Hashtag banana balls. I'm going to post the top one. All right. Um, that's all I you got, all right? like, oh, Yeah, all right. no, I was reading something. Uh, next Mm -hmm. week, Mike L. from Comic Book Syndicate will be here. We'll talk, uh, uh, there's a shitload of comic book movies this year, Mike Dell. I don't know if you saw that thing I posted earlier, but there's at least eight or something. And, you know, I want to see at least five or six of them, I would think.
2: And and also, you wanted to make this the year of comic books.
1: Yeah, and And, I've been looking on
2: Facebook. Cousin Brandon was getting in on it, too, and he was asking for... And Mike L. and Cousin Brandon were talking back and forth. Mike L. was giving him suggestions and stuff, so...
1: Yeah. Um,
2: maybe Mike L. will give you some suggestions for stuff to read as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, You know, I've been looking around, and uh, I don't know. I want to look at this Infinity War stuff. I want to look into the Civil War stuff. I want to look into the Punisher War Journal things, and I want to also look into this Preacher. Preacher? Preacher's, you know, there, there's going to be an AMC show called Preacher. Mm-hmm. It's based on this comic, and everybody seems to love this comic, so I thought maybe I would, you know, prep myself for the TV show. Might but want to look at we'll some Richie
2: Rich. Richie yeah,
1: Rich. oh, yeah. That's good stuff, too.
2: Hot like stuff. That stuff. Remember that guy? Yeah. Hot stuff? yeah. I'm down. That's oh, and,
1: uh... Maybe next week, too, we'll have a DOT fan on the show, because I'm assuming oh, yeah. he, he got the Larry crate? crate. I don't he know. It? He said, he he emailed me last Saturday and said, oh, I, I'm out right now. I just got a text saying it was delivered at the house, and then that was the wow. last I heard from him. So I don't know if he got it or not. I'm wow. guessing he did. He didn't say anything, so maybe he hated it. We'll find out. I'll see if he wants to stop in for a couple minutes and talk about the Larry Crate and win in, you know, the football league and talk shit or whatever he wants to do. Because yeah. uh, the, the Ed's a fan. Maybe we'll get the Ed and D.O.T. fan together next week.
2: <laughs> maybe.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: See?
1: So. All right, Mike Dell. All right, Larry. We'll be, we'll be back next week. Until then, pass to Jim Governor.